I've had my nails done. This is good talking talking topic. Fresh record, Cal. This is uh, well, we're had... recording already, oh, man. Welcome <laughs> to the BRB podcast with your boys. Oh man, I'm, I need to think of a one. With, with your, with your, with your right, let's say with the Arsenal legends and the Chelsea reject. Hello. Because <laughs> we're at a Chelsea fan. The nail clippers. The nail clippers. Um, yes, uh, myself, Cal Sirius, alongside... Uh, ben English. I'm and Kim like... to the Bobo Fo Show. And Ryan, who's the WD. You know the vibes. Yeah, man. Um, so we've got a special guest with us today. Um, someone that I've known for a very, very, very long time. She's that old. What She's she's actually she's a really amazing person. She's um, a singer and songwriter. Not sure if she writes too many songs these days. Yeah, I know. Um, she's uh, a podcaster as well. Yeah, yeah. An all-round kick-ass chica, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Kimberly Santos. Hey, hey, what did he? What did he? Hello. Mm. How are you feeling, Kim? I'm feeling good. Excited to be to be on your podcast today. So yeah, thank you for inviting me. Thanks. For Thanks for joining. Thanks for coming. Adding a bit of uh, variety to the show. Yeah. You know yep. what? I like that word variety because uh, I like to think of Kim as someone who is a little <laughs> different. Um, Random. <laughs> I want to say random, I'd say different. And uh, I've probably never told you this, yeah. But uh, for me, every Filipino person I've ever met has been absolutely awesome. Like, they oh, seem to have this, this kind of blend of being like, re- I kind of look at Manny Pacquiao as being like the example of, of <laughs> a really cool Philly person can be like, because you guys seem to have a really good blend of being like quite talented and, and like hard working. Oh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, really Filipinos are hard working. They are. We know yeah. Yeah. But also humble as well, like really just yeah. like good natured and humble um and talented and hard working. And that that's and that's that's exactly what I find from you as well, Kim. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You're making me blush. But you're also talented too, bro. You you got all you got a, a lot of was it hats to your name? Is that what is that the right saying? But, yeah, you know. but we all we all do. Everybody on this podcast is a top boy and a top girl. We should literally call us Top people podcast or something like that. Oh, like that. Top, no, top non-gender specific podcast. Top non-binary specific third person pronoun. Top LGBTQ. Keep your big. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, uh, is it a promoter of LGBTQ issues and stuff? I've seen you posting some stuff online before. You Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, but I'm just a, a big um, believer in equality, whether you're, um, whether whatever sex orientation you are, um, gender, race, culture, religion, whatever. I'm just believe that everyone should be treated the same. So I'm, I'm always an advocate for spreading awareness of, of equality. There you go. Give, give us a little yeah. something about your history for those that don't know My, anything God. about. You. Tell us kind of a bit about. Uh, <laughs> were where you came from um and how you got to to be where you are now okay so uh wasn't expecting that question okay <laughs> so i grew up in Walthamstow, very diverse um i went to a catholic school um and fast forward to now <laughs> i'm uh, I, I dabbled in singing i sing um 
nothing major I, I, I do a lot of like session recordings and um I'm a PA work for, working in beauty and fashion actually I got I just got made redundant so I'm in between jobs at the moment and um, I started podcasting a couple of years ago on and off but I'm doing it more regularly now and uh that is really me oh no I'm a, I'm a mama I have a 10-year-old daughter who is amazing. She's extremely precocious and I embarrass her every single day, though. So, so she tells me. And um, She'd be embarrassed listening to this, uh, uh, hearing yeah, that you completely you know, forgot about her. Oh, yeah, I've got a, uh, a daughter as well. <laughs> no, she's like, and you know what? She described it so perfectly. So, you know, Sister Sisters just come back on Netflix. So she watched an episode with me and she said, Lisa, the mum, reminds her of me. Have you watched the show? I, you know, I was watching that back in the day. That yeah, was, you know Lisa, she's loud. Nah, loud and embarrassing. Yeah, that's me. So <laughs> that it describes me to a T. It's a good but, description. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's me. Mama, singer, podcaster, PA, I guess. That's me in a nutshell. Wedding nice. singer as well? Yeah, I'm single. I am single. Oh, sorry, I said wedding oh, wait, oh, singer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's just throwing that one out there, like, yeah. It doesn't matter what the question is. She'll be like, yep, single. <laughs> Let me just get on this platform. <laughs> How long have you been doing your podcast? Yep, single, single, yep. Single podcast. You're yeah, going to get international I, uh... DMs right now. Yeah. Guys in the Philippines. Uh, my Instagram is Kim. Oh, no, I'm joking. Uh, yeah, I'm a wedding singer as well. Yeah, I'll do that. You know what? Saying about being single. Well, when when you're single and you go to weddings. Oh, gosh, yeah. It is a clean-up, trust me, because love is in the air, the drinks flow in, and single people just gravitate towards one another. So I met my wife at a wedding, funnily enough. No, oh, wow, that's so cute. Yeah, yeah, a mutual friend of me and Cal's from school with. And I was just, yeah, I was, yeah, the scene. But yeah, weddings was always, uh, was always <laughs> a good experience. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't, you know, I've never hooked up at a wedding. I've... Actually, I've I've, hooked up I've, hooked, I've, I've done something <laughs> with, with like an ex-boyfriend, but no, I've never like, hooked up. But it's always a funny one because if you take a date, there's that one as well. Like you can go single, you can be single at a wedding and pattern up with someone, mm-hmm. and then you could be whatever it could. You could marry them, or you could just be a fling or date them. But if you take a girlfriend or boyfriend or someone you're just linking to a wedding, it becomes a whole next saga, and it's like it's a whole next pressure. There's a pressure just, in it. It's because because it, if you're going to a family wedding or a, or a close friends wedding and you take this person, it's like rah, what are we like? Is it is it really this time to be introducing them to all the aunties and uncles and family? Yeah. Or mm-hmm. so um, yeah, it's a bit of a sticky one still, a bit of a sticky one. I always thought that wedding dates was like a milestone. Ask someone to go to a wedding with me if I just met them. Yeah, for real. That's that's, that's quite that's quite a big event, I'd think. Well, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. This is like mm. the mistakes. Um, I remember taking one girl to a a post, like the um after the wedding, like the uh what's it called? Reception. The reception, and uh, yeah, that flopped. But it doesn't matter. But you just want something nice on your arm as well, not to objectify people, but you also want something. Nice. <laughs> just want something nice on your arm, but not to objectify. <laughs> Talk about woman or watch? What's going on here? <laughs> same, same thing, man. Same thing. <laughs> so on that point of taking Ma- making love <laughs> making love <laughs> to a beautiful woman is a look like wearing a watch uh, <laughs> now you know what I actually thought is an interesting point talking about taking people to weddings because uh, um, you guys all came to my housewarming party when I moved into my, the place I'm yeah. in now 
And there was a, another one of the, the guests that was there is someone I took to a wedding before as well. Um, mm. I don't want to bait her up and like, drop names and everything. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I guess we were kind of sweet on each other at the time, but things didn't really work. Um, but um, I'm not sure I looked at it as such a big deal, like uncles and aunties and introducing her to family because it was like a friend of mine that was getting married. So there was mm. nobody really that I knew there from his family because um, it was just like, it was just him that I knew, really. I knew him through music. So it's not like I grew up with him and I knew all his family like that. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. I just thought it, maybe it's not such a big deal taking someone to a wedding, or maybe it depends. Actually, no, you're you're right. It depends on the person who's getting married. So if it's like a family friend with mm. you know all the relatives and they're in your business, and so if you bring someone you're just seeing, yeah, you might not want to bring someone so not serious. But um, yeah, I see what you mean. If it was like a friend who's not really that close, yeah, I'd, I'd probably take someone who. Currently seeing or yeah. Would it be awkward if I asked you to go to a wedding with me, Kim? No. If Ryan said he was getting married and I was no, like, Kim, no, no, do you want to come accompany me as well, I guess? Ryan, no. you getting married? I'm not, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nothing against it. I mean, shout out to everyone who's married, but uh, it's not it's not for me. That was yeah, hypothetical. One... I know. I've been with I've been to a wedding with one of my guy friends before. It ain't nothing. But you know me, I've got loads of male friends anyway, so and they don't see me like that. So we've gone straight into this relationships talk. Um, so we might as well, you know, I mean, continue, man. Might as well crack on with it. That's, um, a, that's an interesting one. Sorry to go. So if you're like a female with a lot of male friends, or if you're a mm-hmm. male with a lot of female friends, and then you get with someone who's maybe not as secure within themselves, that yeah. then offers up. A, that then throws Ooh, up a whole heap. I've, I've had problems. I have. Yeah. Uh, my last boyfriend wasn't too accepting of me having so many male friends. He always thought all my male friends wanted to sleep with me, which is not the case at all. And yeah, that used to drive me mad. And like, come on, trust me. Okay, he trusts me, but he wouldn't trust them. And it just, uh, it would just drive me bonkers because I have so much love for my male friends and I know they wouldn't. That's often, that's often like the, 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 the person's insecurities reflecting out on their relationship. So thinking, oh, I don't trust men around you because I don't trust myself around other women. It's yeah, probably exactly. what it would be like. And then exactly. with women as well, with men, like if you've got a lot of female friends. But I think women are very clever that over time they pick off all the male, all, all of their boyfriends, female friends, one by one. Yeah. <laughs> and before, before you know it, you're down the line. You're thinking, oh, where's all the girls that I used to talk to on a normal one? But... No, do you know what? It's just that you just need to compromise and be very transparent. If I'm going to go out with a guy who's got a lot of female friends. I am not going to be that person who said, you can't hang around there. Da, da, da. She's not. I, if, I'd want to meet them probably. And I think that's the best thing to do is introduce them to your, um, to your male friends, to your female friends or whatever. And just to make them feel comfortable around them and to see that there's nothing going on. But yeah, it's just all about trust really. Oh, yeah. I think in your line of work as well, it's going to be impossible for you to not have male friends because, you know, as a singer, you're going to know producers, like, you know, musicians, oh, yeah, yeah. dancers. You're going to have a whole heap of male friends. He, yeah, when, whenever I'd go and make a song with a producer, and like, you know that sometimes that takes hours and then you'd be there yeah. late. And, yeah, he wouldn't get it. Just, oh my God. And he's got a little studio set up at his oh, place. Oh, my God, yeah. You're I, going I, to I, his and you're staying late. I stopped doing music because I knew it would make him feel funny. So Because I know... Cause, I know he'd be like, oh, why are you at his house? Mm-hmm. Just, mm. just didn't get it. Oh, I'm just glad I'm not in that relationship anymore. It's just, it was just a mess. It's toxic. So, mm. yeah. yeah. Glad you're in a better place. Uh, hmm? 
Glad that you're in a better place. This is a really interesting convo we can have about relationships because we've got, like, everyone here is over 30. Like, someone's married, someone's single, single. someone's uh, (laughs) got children. I think we're covering all the bases. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I mean, relationships after 30, I guess, like, for for Ryan and for for Ben, you guys are just kind of, like, really settled right now. It's not something that you ever have to think about. But for me and Kim, this is stuff that's, like, you know, this is going to be on our mind all the time, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, no, no, I mean, I'm done with relationships. I'm not having any. No, man. Yeah, no, I'm done. No. <laughs> no, and I will eventually. I think when I'm older, right now, I just want to concentrate on me developing myself, being there for my daughter. And I just, I'm, I've been in three long term relationships, and every one of those relationships, I felt trapped. Not, nothing to do with the men, well, partly not to do with the men, but with me, I just never felt relaxed that I could be me and do whatever I wanted to do without having to think of them and not them feeling funny or not being able to spend enough time with them I just want to be me now and just do my own thing I'm I'm, I'm happy I'm, I'm very fulfilled I mean I if I want to see a man and get something off him I can I've got I've got choices so <laughs> <laughs> wow. so wait wait so are you one of these Strong, independent woman. I don't need no man. No, it's not, it's not even that. It's nothing about, oh, I don't need no man. I'm just, I'm happy with myself at the moment. So, I mean, if I'm not going to get into a relationship unless you are adding some value to me. I don't want someone to be taking away my time. I don't want to feel like I'm having my time being taken away from me. I'll, if you're if I, if you're adding something, then yeah. But right now, I'm fine. I've, I've been, like I said, I've had three t- long-term relationships. I'm not in any rush to get into another one. Yeah, the relationships after 30 that comes like that's what you're the mature approach you're saying and what you're talking comes with age and experience. So, dating yeah. in your dating and relationship in your 30s is feels better because you're because you're you're more comfortable in yourself, mm-hmm. your sexuality, yeah. your finances. You might have your own gaff, you ain't got to worry about creeping around or da 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 da. And then as you get older, you much you know. Oh, oh. <laughs> wow, go get your pizza. That's so rude. Like, where's my slice, man? <laughs> Should have sent one for all of us. <laughs> that, 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 that was so loud, even my neighbor opened the door. Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what, so. what top did you get in on it? She's oh, he's gone. muted. I've, is it Ryan who's got it? But yeah, he's muted. He's going to get his food. He's going to get his food. He's going to get his food. Oh. But yeah, as you, as you get older, the relationships develop. And then it's not, you learn more about yourself and the mm. opposite sex with every relationship you have. That's yes. what I was told growing up. And then I think it's true. And, um, you know, so yeah. And it's, there's always some people out there for everyone. And when the stars are aligned, you'll, you'll bump into someone or you'll meet someone and it will just be natural. I think yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. It's for it to be natural, but yeah, it must be mad during the lockdown. Cal's got this topic here, dating during lockdown. How do people even date during lockdown? It's like... Oh, I managed to. So. Oh, okay. So I yep. did, um, I don't do them now. I hate the apps, but I was, um, so I just broke up with my boyfriend um, before lockdown, well, the end of last year. So I started on the apps when the lockdown started, so in around March. And um, I did the, where is it, the virtual dates where you, okay. you do the video call. But I, I just didn't feel, you know, mm. when you when you do online dating. I mean, I don't know, Cal. I don't know if it's the same with you. You just don't have that 
proper connection that you feel when you meet someone face to face. So I've yeah, I've just I've deleted all the apps and I I prefer meeting people in person. Yeah, I'm one hundred percent agree with that. Like I'm someone who've used online dating apps for years, like on and off. And yeah. um and I've met a few people on there, but I only ever had one relationship that was kind of two that were kind of serious. Okay. Um and yeah, to be honest, I've had a lot of bad experiences as well. Like Same. you get a lot of catfish type of people Same. on there. That's why I stopped here. Every single guy oh. I've been out with. So I've been out I've had four, four internet dates this year from um from the apps and not one of those people looked like the person in their phone. <laughs> <laughs> 100% <laughs> catfish rate <laughs> like the first one and I, I noticed all these pictures never had no te- no no pictures with him smiling with his teeth so when I met him I found out why <laughs> oh. jacked up like, oh. <laughs> they were jacked up and the second person Actually, no, the second person wasn't that bad. He was nice, but I just didn't feel anything for him. Then the third person, I noticed as well, he had the pictures on his profile looked quite grainy. He was hot in the pictures, but then meeting him face to face, I could tell why they're grainy because those pictures were like 10 years ago and he looked different. <laughs> <laughs> pictures on the Blackberry. <laughs> oh my days, my day. He looked, yeah, man. And then, and then the, who was the fourth person? And the fourth person, yeah, again, he wasn't. It didn't look much like their pictures, but after that, after the fourth person, I was like, you know what, done. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm just gonna meet people normally. Dating is tough, man. Yeah, it's really ruthless out there. Cause, um, obviously, you start a lot of it off through like through messages, and then the messages kind of give you a sense of confidence. It's like, right, I can kind of lean on these pictures of me at my best and just use my charisma to bring someone in, bro. Mm. But when you meet them face to face, it's like, oh, oh, oh the pennies dropped. That's kind of peak, man. Hey, Kim, yeah. do you ever find that, like, you meet up with somebody, like, say, like, everything's going well with the texting, maybe it turns into some flirting and some sexting, yeah. and then you meet up, and then the vibe is just dead. You're like, yeah, no, oh, no. where's the chemistry? Okay. So like, I'll tell you what. So I met someone on, I think it was Tinder, and so we were just talking normally, it was all right, and then um, he was, and I went, oh, I do a podcast. So he listened to my podcast, and I talk about sex a lot on my podcast. And he got a bit excited, and so he was he just, <laughs> literally the conversation just changed. <laughs> yeah, it changed completely, and he was so sure that he was gonna sleep oh, with me. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. no, just because I love sex doesn't mean I'm gonna sleep with you. Like, it's a totally different ball game. But um, he was so convinced he was gonna sleep with me. So when I, when I met him, oh lord, no, it was just uh, that that was the guy that had the pictures from ten years back, and I kept telling him before we met. Stop, stop getting ahead of yourself because you want to have sex with me but when we meet we might not have that chemistry and he's like no no I'm sure it'll be fine I'm sure it'll be fine so when we met I was just like <laughs> he was hoping on it he was praying yeah. on it <laughs> listening oh. to all your old episodes to know what made you tick in it and then that's the thing when you do a podcast you leave yourself out there open so people can be like oh I noticed that you were uh, you like doing this and you like yeah yeah you know, how the fuck do you know but that sounds interesting. I got we got to come on the podcast and give our, our views of sex from the beer rap and banter yeah, perspective. Man. Get get some different guys' perspective. But um, <laughs> I know, we know a couple. Well, Cal and I went to school with someone, and he got married off a off a dating thing, and they've had a baby, and they're they're very very happy. I went to their wedding in South Africa, and they're oh, wow. 
they're they're living living life. They're happy, yeah, man. So it's it is possible, but it is. I know a couple of people that met online and and they've got married. So it is. I don't want to deter anyone from doing the, the apps. They do work for a lot of people. It's just personally for me, no, I don't. I don't happen. I, I never had my success. My success is just going, just talking to people. Yeah. Or girls coming up to me and drawing me, but. Oh, come on. Oh, fam, it happens all the time, bruv. Listen, you'd be surprised. Listen. You know, back in the day, back in the day, girls used to say you look like Justin Timberlake, innit? Oh, shut up. Is it? (laughs) (laughs) If you could see his face, he would be so gassed right now. I am smiling. But listen, I don't don't have to... I let the game talk itself in it. When I... It's like... It's... Anyway. But it's not... I've had... I've had girls try and draw me down, and it's, it's it is like when girls are uh, what's the word forward, you know, coming. It's like yeah, okay. Yeah, this is what I tell girls because me, I've never been afraid to chat up a guy. If I see someone I like, I will go for it. And but most girls aren't like that. And what um, girls need to understand is because men do not get approached that often. So when they do, they get they do get a bit excited. I'd say ninety percent of the times they will say yes, unless you're kind of bargly which I don't want to say but um, they, the more chance they would say yes and like Bam, it was so normal I'd be like yeah I'll just let you know in it. No, I'm joking no but it is it is it is it's like that Eddie Murphy sketch remember he used to back in the day about like pussy falling out of the man's pocket and he'd be like uh, <laughs> he's like oh excuse me excuse me let me speed that up excuse me let me speed that up and yeah. it's just like and I think a Chris Rock sketch about women get approached every, like it's like Every man that comes into contact with a girl from maybe say the age of sixteen onwards, more time they're trying to get the number, or they're trying to sleep with or whatever. So there's that constant uh, thing of like, oh, who's this guy? What's what's his real mm-hmm. intentions? Where when a girl will be nice to a guy, mm-hmm. you think, oh, are they being nice to me because they're nice or they actually yeah. like me? It's, yeah. just, it's interesting. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Big up, big up the ladies that are. Yeah, man. Kim, can you give us like some do's and don'ts for online dating? So things that maybe you found yeah. that really kind of get on your nerves with the guys that you've dated online and have turned you off. So those would be the don'ts. And yeah, then obviously okay. things be... that maybe they haven't been doing that you think that like, all guys should do this because it's going to okay. benefit you. Well, I mean, obviously it, dif- it differs from each girl. But for me personally, I hate when men start talking about sex too soon when they start being all nasty. I don't like that. I hate dick pics as well. I've, mm. I've never asked for a dick pic, but for some reason, men always send me him, but I'm just like... Mm. Have so, you ever got one where you thought, yeah, you was feeling it though? Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but can I just say, can I just say to all the men out there, if you send a dick pic, trust and believe that girl is sending it to her group of friends on their group chats. So, <laughs> be careful who you Damn. send your dick pics to. Um, so yeah, that, I, yeah, I hate when conversations turn too sexual um too soon that puts me off um um guys that don't um engage um well you know when you're talking to someone and take them like a day to respond i don't like that if you take you a day to respond i'm i'm unmatching you um what else um tips always have pictures of you recently because it's just not in your favor if you if you take if you post up a picture that was from five years ago you'd look nothing like that you go on the date and then they're not gonna like you and you just be honest someone is going to like you so be as open as you can and um yeah try and get a date as as soon as possible as well because you don't the last thing you want to do is spend a week speaking to someone you feel you've got a connection and then you meet and there's absolutely no chemistry that was so, always yeah. my move because sometimes 
sometimes it can actually just kill the vibe when you're talking for too long. And I think yeah. maybe sometimes women might think, oh, what, do you just want to be friends or something? Like, So is the vibe to sleep with someone as quickly as possible? So you can no. Find... <laughs> no, 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 we'll talk, we'll talk. So just to <laughs> sleep, sleep with them as quickly as possible. It, it, it absolutely depends what you're aiming for. If you're just, uh, if, uh, if you are um, just purely looking for a booty call, that you can pretty weed out, um, well, for women in a way. So, um, yeah, it, 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 for both ways, if you want a relationship or just a call, just meet up as soon as you can. Don't spend your time um, talking for ages and then you meet up and there's no chemistry. So, yeah. yeah. That's my tips. Some solid tips. Solid, solid, <laughs> solid tips right there. Um, I can't ever see myself getting back on uh, online dating. No, but, so. uh, if something strange happened and I did, then I'll be sure to use those tips right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's hard, especially hard now. We can't even go out and meet anyone. anyone <clears> see, see, this is this is what I thought. Like talking about dating during lockdown would be really interesting because you kind of like you kind of don't have an option if you want to find someone. Obviously, a lot of people will be lonely right now if mm-hmm. you don't have somebody. Um, and especially, you know, there's going to be people that have maybe moved away from where they grew up. So they're living in a totally different city. They don't have any friends or family around. You'd obviously love to, to have a partner and to have someone to share your life with. So you, 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 in that scenario, you can't go out to bars and, 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 mm. and try and find somebody. You're going to have to really do the online dating thing during lockdown, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm, actually, I hooked up with someone before lockdown. So I've, I've got my... I'm a lockdown buddy. <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> Smart. All right, for some minute. I don't have to go down that route, thank God. <laughs> is it worth the fine? That's it. You've got to be like creeping in the house thinking, oh, is it worth getting a six thousand something pound and, fine? Oh, do you know what? We actually got a hotel last week and that was, <laughs> I was praying, you know. I was praying because you only can get a hotel if you're doing business. So when I when I came in, <laughs> they were grilling me like, Oh, um, what is uh, what are you here for? And I was like, Oh, I've got a business meeting in the morning. And then um, I went to I got went to the room, but when it was time for him to go up to the room, they they wouldn't let him up at first. But um oh. Yeah, he does security for um for like business people. So he he flashed his bag and he was like, "Yeah, I'm her security. I'm her security. I, I'm ah. I need to look after." He patented it. I I, I booked <laughs> a hotel. Talking about booking hotels, I booked a hotel to shoot a music video because I used to do music as well, like with yeah. with Cal and I shot a music video in a hotel room, like in a Canary Wolf, like a nice hotel, and we had cameras, lights. We had a couple like girls, models in there, whatever. Like I'd working away, and then. And then the, the the one of the staff must have knocked on for like room service to dropping off food, and he opened it up, and there was full on lights and cameras, and the girls scantily clad. He must have thought we were shooting a porno or something. Because <laughs> <laughs> we, we we I I had to, I had to like um, speak to the co- the people at the desk, and then get everyone behind me just to go past with loads of camera work and equipment. And I had to like finesse it in such a way, but um, that just made me think about you sort of finessing your. Yeah, <laughs> my booty call. <laughs> booty call, yeah, yeah. But no, big up those on the, uh, you know, making an effort. Since yeah, you man. just mentioned music, uh, Ben, I kind of think it's crazy that I've known Kim for so long and we've never collaborated. Sure, you know what? We we always said that we were going to do a tune and it never happened. It just never happened, did it? Oh, it's the same with me and you, Cal. We've been we've known each other since school, and I think we've only done one song in your bedroom, and that's when that's when 
your mum blessed her. She she popped her head round the round the door, and I was like, "Oh, sorry, sorry." And there was mad quiet in it, and she was like, "What's that?" <laughs> I was like, oh. but "I better stop rapping and just like hold it down." But um, what's, it what is this noise work? your boys are making? <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell your friends, tell your friends to keep it down. I'm trying to, your mum was trying to watch. Oh, she just come back from work or something. But Philippine, we don't want some together. Um, but it's always the way, always the nature. Of kind of beat you back in the day, uh, and you lacing it, and um, I'm not sure. I think that was for like a compilation album I was making or something. But there's still time, man. Like all of us on this call are musicians. There's still time for us to all get. Yeah, man. Up. After this, let's let's book a session and let's jam it out on it. Do it. Yeah, Ryan can make the beat as well. He's he's he's, he's absolutely making a few bangers. He's making a few yeah, bangers. Absolutely, I've been cooking so, this last couple of weeks, man. Absolutely this, this, cooking. Let's, let's talk music. Should we jump straight into music then? Because yeah. I've, I've been listening to a lot. I, I tweeted this morning, yeah, that there's a lot of good UK projects out there to get us through these grim times. Like the weather, get, getting to and from work is grim. Obviously, lockdown's grim. There's been mad things going on. So I, I'm just really happy that there's a lot of strong music from over here. Um, and I know Cal shared the music list of, of what's going on, but... It's an extensive it, list, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it'd just be interesting to see what everyone's listening to at this minute or, and where we want to go. So, Kim, as your uh, honorary guest, and I know you have... And I remember you singing, I think it was Method Man lyrics, M-E-T-H-O-D, or the Meth and Big Tune of Big's first album, at, at yeah. Cal's butt. Oh, yeah, probably, because I love my Method Man. And I was sitting <laughs> it as well thinking, H-O-D. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I was thinking, wow, she knows she knows the lyrics and all that. So, um, yeah. what are you listening to at the minute? Or what? Me, I'm I'm always listening to old school. So, um, yeah, Tupac, um, Wu Tang, um, old school. But uh, current music, um, Janae Aiko's uh, last album, mm-hmm. I've been listening to quite a lot. Um, who are those two girls? Oh God, I can't. What are their names? Chloe and Halle. Don't know if you heard of them. Yeah. Their album's really good. Uh, I actually did give Two Chains, so help me God, and Two Chains because <laughs> he's my guilty pleasure. He chats a load of shit, but I just love his tunes. They're just <laughs> always like you know uplifting and getting. And especially when you're driving, it gets you in that gangster mood, and you're like, yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> so um, who else? Uh, oh, who else am I banging? Miguel. I'm always listening to Miguel. Oh, you got to love a bit of Miguel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Talking to Janae Aiko, she made the front of Billboard magazine with, they did four different articles with her, mm-hmm. Kilani, uh, Tiana Taylor, and um, not Scissor, who's the other one? Oh, Summer Walker. Summer Walker, yeah, 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 yeah. And the, the, yeah, the, art, the pictures looked amazing. So it'd be interesting to sort of read that about this new modern day R&B from the women's perspective. Mm-hmm. I'm absolutely uh, in love with Janae. I think her new, her latest album, Chilombo, is a certified classic. It is absolutely her, her writing ability. She needs to win is, a Grammy for that. No, because she's, it's not with Janae. She's just not, she's not just R&B. She's a poet. Mm. And her writing ability is just, it's, it's amazing. And it really resonates with anyone who's going through any kind of trials and tribulations in their relationship. So when, when I broke up with my ex, Chilombo just came out and every song of that I was like, oh yes, you're speaking to me. Speaking to me. And just yeah, loved it. Good album. Oh man, she's she's Did she have a record called Pussy Fairy? Is that yeah, her? Yeah, yeah, that definitely reminds <laughs> me. <laughs> Everybody loves that tune, man. It just kind of, as pussy a guy, you, you kind of want the pussy fairy to, to bless you. 
and uh, as a girl, you kind of think to yourself, yeah, I, I'm the pussy fairy. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you know what yeah. thing shot her in? Because uh, her first, first, first project, like she she dropped ages ago, like a good few years ago, was it was a classic. But then I think that line she had on the Chris Rock record of uh, eating the booty like grocery. Yeah. But she was swearing on her R&B records and it wasn't a real thing until like she really did it. And I know Summer Walker does it and someone else does it, but the whole talking grease and swearing yeah, she's and a dirty the one for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's she she's propelled that and um no, she's hard, man. She's good to listen to. We we had her on last Sunday, I think. I, I just played her on in the background, so um yeah. I did hear Kim talking about a, a couple of old school rappers though, so that did make me think what is your top three selected oh. rappers? I know I'm putting you on the spot again. No, uh, no, 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 but, no but, uh, I know this. Okay, here we go. Here we go. And Biggie, Tupac. That's no, that's no question for me. Those are my three top three always. Ooh, that's probably the quickest <laughs> top three selection we've ever had. Ben, look at that. <laughs> yeah, I like. If how you say, say five, that would have been hard. But three, those are my top three. Tupac, what's your top? Biggie. What's your top five selected? What's your two more? <laughs> oh fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, nah. I'm joking. I'm joking. Don't worry. Yeah, I'm, I'm just happy you, you said pun. I'm just, I'm just happy you said big pun because he gets not that he gets overlooked, but for people to say, he, I mean, he's in a lot of people's top five, top ten easily, mm-hmm. but, but he's not in everyone's top top three selected. So that's uh, big up, big up, big up for you for saying that. Um, you so you spoke about two chains. Cal, did you listen to the two chains? Is it a mixtape or is it an album? Two chains. Is it so, album? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I saw on that so help me God. I, I, I gotta say that like when he first came out, I wasn't the biggest T Chains fan, but yeah. he's someone that grew on me over time. Yeah. Like I yeah. kind of felt like at first he was just like an average kind of artist, just just making kind of like trap and bounce music or whatever, or bass music, whatever you want to call it. Um but then eventually I started hearing like a some some more bangers, kind of man. deeper tracks from him that were like real introspective and, and then I started hearing about the things he was doing outside of music like he's a proper businessman like there's one time I think he made like a million dollars selling t-shirts over Christmas like he made these what? Christmas tees the jumpers yeah the ugly yeah, the ugly yeah, I, I signed yeah. up for that I was going to get one but um, and he donated mad money to charity for that and um, oh, I didn't know that yeah the dab in Santa but yeah <laughs> That's Imagine just made a million dollars over Christmas selling like sweaters and t-shirts and stuff like you're, you're killing it. Um, so he's got this business mind on him, and um, he's more than he's one of these characters that are more than music. You know, like a killer Mike or like uh, uh, Kim talked about two. Um, you know, we had um, mm-hmm. uh, Nipsey Hussle who passed recently. Like some of these characters in hip hop that are just bigger than music they do a whole lot in, in the community mm-hmm. and I think 2 Chains is one of those guys so I started to kind of really get excited for his projects knowing that you know he's not just a guy mm-hmm. just making music he's actually a real top boy in life um, and the music actually really bangs on this man like I, I did a quick it's all right. I, I've been slacking off on my listening sessions recently I did a quick session um, last night and um, yeah it was nice man there was some real smooth production on it like Kim says there were some bangers on there as well like, I was thinking you know man if I, I was like? driving there's definitely some tunes in here there's I would want to bang in the school. grip turn it up which one is there's on Kelly did the one uh, he samples a real old school like 70s tune which one is it and it's got who's it got it's got t- uh, Ty Dolla Sign that one mm. it's got a 70s for, oh, but who does he who does he sample I can't remember but um yeah, yeah, no, no, it's a good album. I, I heard quite a few good tracks from there, so I definitely recommend that to, to the listeners. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say that that is a strong album. That is, um, 
probably one of our more easy listening. Yeah, I'm getting some weird feedback. Can you hear that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, is that Ben? Mm, no, is it? It's got to be someone with a cable. Could it be me? Might be. Uh, we're, gonna, we're, we're good now. But I think we're good. Yeah. Good. yeah. yeah. Um, did anyone listen to his last album, Rapper Goes to League? Yeah, yeah. I listened to all his albums. So I've been on him since uh, since he was in Player Circle with that little Wayne record. Uh, titty and he was boy. Tit- titty boy. But then since like uh, like True Religion, but the latest stuff is. I mean, he's always solid. Like rapper go to league. Pretty girls like trap. It's uh, that was a good. That, was that a mixtape? Pretty girls. Uh, I think that's it was a good point. I think it was like an album, and he did like a whole. He did like a whole uh, theme of uh, like a pink trap house with with girls. Yeah, in there. yeah. Yeah, that was nice. Um, yeah, all his stuff is good. I mean, he's got a mix of like he does some poignant stuff now. He does some braggadocious, ignorant shit. Because um, he's in his 40s, man. He's, I think he's in his late 30s, early 40s. He's one of these old boys who still seems young and he does tick all the boxes. And he's more lyrical than people give him credit to, man. Like he, mm. he, I, I do rate him. Um, I've always liked him. So I'd be interested to, to hear this. I've been not had a chance to take that in at the minute. So. Nah, his album's dope, man. Like, I'm just kind of looking at the credits now. There's a lot of producers that I'm not very familiar with. But the music absolutely bangs. He's actually got one with produced by Cool and Dre, um, who uh, were kind of really big in the, in the early days of the Maybach music with um, uh, Rick Ross. So when you hear that kind of, that typical Maybach music sound, where it kind of sounds like live instrumentation, um, that is Cool and Dre from back in the day. And uh, there's a track on this album called Vampire. That's my favourite one. Okay. Uh, where uh, Change is kind of talking about, you know, like people that are a bit like leeches, like in life, like just kind of like just trying to trying to suck your blood or wait for you to die so that they can kind of, <laughs> you know, what I mean, benefit from you and and stuff like that. It's, just, it's like it's like when he when he kind of starts talking that introspective, reflecting on life kind of talk. That's that's what I'm really feeling, Change, man. Um, nice. But he's also got those bangers on there, like the one with Rick Ross. Um, yeah. He's got uh, Lil Wayne on there, Chief Keith and Lil Uzi Vert, Kevin Gates, Kanye West, Lil Duval yeah. and Ty Dolla Sign. Yeah. Um, Malato. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, she's, yeah, she's, she's, maybe so I think it is. Is that a chick from Houston? I don't know, she's um, the one from South. I'm the yeah, one yeah. Yeah, 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 blonde, yeah. She's like the next Meg the Stallion type style, like yeah. stripper rap. If you can call it that. Yeah, don't do that. What? <laughs> not strip, not stripper rap. That's what it I is, know, man. Why not? I just heard a genre the other day of called parent rap. Uh, shout out to Tony <laughs> D. They, they had Tony <laughs> D. They had Lioness on there. Both uh, uh, previous guests on our show. Um, it was uh, I sat, oh yeah, that's actually something on the BBC that you got. That's got what Loud's doing. Actually. Yeah, sorry, um, Cal. That's what that's what Loudmouth was putting together, and he didn't really want to let too much out of the bag. So he basically so Loudmouth, who we had on the. Play on podcast. He was putting that all, t- all that together, and it's like an educational uh, program, but with, with Lioness on it, right? Yeah, Lioness and Tony D. So I think there's like different episodes with different yeah, yeah, rappers. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, those big, are the two that I've seen, or two that have been out seen big out. Big up Loudmouth for putting all that together. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's meant to be good, man. Ryan, I think your little one would like that as well. Um, no, might be a bit too old for that. But. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm he's still with Transformers, man. Let him just let him enjoy his little transforming cars. <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm gonna send you the link, Kim. See what you think of it as well. Parent rap is it's a thing. It's Send a it thing. to me. I'm gonna play it in class. 
I'm going to play it in class. <laughs> but not stripper rap in class, obviously. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't even know stripper rap's a thing. I'm just happy that, I don't know. It's just, it's just becomes more prominent now, especially in US rap, that the women are using, it's more sex orientated than, say, the UK rap artists. I mean, I mean that's that track, WAP, yeah? Like, that, that is literally stripper rap. If that, if that isn't stripper rap, like, come on, what else is it? It's empowering. <laughs> but stripper rap is more like um, Miami bass back in the day. No, that's an element of it. Yeah, well, no, because that's that, no, because that's Miami bass. Miami bass is not rap. It's like it's no, but we call it stripper rap because because they're women that dress provocatively. That's literally the only reason, right? Okay, but what about if you're Cardi B and you used to be a stripper? Then literally everything you rap could be stripper rap. Nicki Minaj and Megan Stallion were strippers. Uh, Nicki Minaj is not in that category, man. She's better than both of them as a rapper. She's, uh, uh, I'd say I so. But you're not realised but... lately, all this back and forth about Megan Thee Stallion, Cardi B and Nicki Minaj, bruv, and e- see, even this list, I looked at this list, I was like, where are the women? Bruv, women are shelling. We- women are, are running music at the moment, in my opinion. In my opinion, yeah, there's, women uh, there's are been a running There's been a of more female rappers, but... I I I don't really rate. I mean, Bellato I like. Um, what's her name? Sweetie, I love her, but she's shit. Um, who are, there's not a lot. Even Megan Thee Stallion, I don't rate her. I don't. Very there's similar. not many rappers they, that are rappers yet. Yeah, but you compare them to UK. You've got Ivorian Doll. You've got she's Little done. Sims. She's oh, Little Sims, sick. That's what I'm saying. You've got yeah. uh, Lady Leisha, obviously, who's established. Lady Leisha, yeah, Lady Leisha, yeah. You've got these other, these other female. I am. Drill. Oh, I am. I am. Yeah, yeah, she's crazy as well. Bro. Lioness. Yeah, oh, yo, the, yo. The US female UK rappers and artists. More substance. There's more. Much substance. more substance. Much better, fam. Much better. Mm, they don't. No, no, like all of those female nah, rappers you just man, listed. Man. I'm feeling them more football. than a lot of the male Trust. rappers right now. Bro. They don't need sex to sell, brother. You you take away, right? You take away. I mean, the sexual element and aspect is a big thing, and that's great. If women like women use that, that's wonderful, great, and it's it's an aspect of your music. But you take away the tits, ass, and the pretty face, and the rapping about. You, but it's, you just rap like, it's just all the same because it's just you look the same, you sound the same. You want to be coming up with something different, like you wanna you wanna attract them with something with your talent not your tits and ass but, no, and but unfortunately there's a lot of those artists yeah, but they get they get pushed to the back because Nicki Minaj is twerking like yeah. no one's talking about Rhapsody no one's talking about Chica yeah. even yeah. Doja Cat Doja Cat is one of the oh, most versatile incredible she's artists talented. I love Doja she's Cat. amazing I've been, she, I've been listening to her for about six years man I've been she's dope time. she's have talented. you seen her um, her performance her recent performance she, she oh um, remixed it into like a rock tune yeah, so it's like yeah in the style she, of Evanescence She's because she's been she's been had she's had to perform that song because it's been her biggest track. So mm. she's had to perform it so many times. So so the last three times she's performed it, she's performed it in different styles. So her changing it up and making it more rocky like that. Yeah, as you said, the Evanescence kind of style. She, that is talent, and she, she killed it. Those, but unfortunately. Sex sales, the, the, look the, the, a little sex sales. Yeah, the twerkers, the twerkers are taking it, man. But for every, it's, it's equivalent to the men because for every Kendrick Lamar you have, you have a little yeah. who I don't really bang with, or you oh. have a, you just have a whole little pump. I tried a, to watch a bunch of littles. I tried to watch yeah, yeah, yeah. 
little Uzi Vert and Fab and uh, and Future put out a record, and I thought, oh my days, give me strength. That was shocking. And then Little yeah. Pump's got a record with H. I just see, but then he's endorsing Trump, and Little Wayne's endorsing Trump. Mad. Or was endorsing Trump. I don't think he knew what day it was. I think Little Wayne was so like money. Well, that, that's that's a whole next topic. We can get into Trump in yeah, a little yeah. bit. Um, um, but yeah. Back on the music, uh, there's so many flipping releases. Uh, I didn't actually have a chance to listen to everything. Um, but um, one thing I did listen to was uh, Sheik Looch, his Gorilla Ween EP. Yeah. God damn. I mean, I think we're all probably fans of The Locks from back in the day. And Sheik oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the members of The Locks. And for me, he just consistently puts out hard flipping projects. Like... This is this is so flipping hard, and I, it's one of those things that I just had on repeat. I was just playing it over and over and over again, man. Um, and and it's short and sweet. It's just an EP, a couple of tracks. So shout out to um, Sheik Luch. There's like six tracks on it. He's got Joel Ortiz on there. He's got Dave East on there, um, okay. and Dice Payne, who seems to be making waves in the underground right now. Um, and uh, if, if if you guys haven't heard that, I'd, I'd say definitely go and check that out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that might be one that uh, that uh, Ryan uh, says is like you know some throwback old school boom bap type of ish. Boom bap, you boomers. <laughs> <laughs> the real, the real rap, the real rap. Um, Ryan, what have you been listening to? There's a heavy trackers reference here, and I know that's more Ryan. Big up Rasai, who's not in heavy trackers anymore. But I know um, I know Rasta well, and he's a good guy. But what you been? Are you listening to any of this? Or you been? No, nah, I've been listening to. I've, I've been focusing on listening to women. I can't lie to you. Women, women and R and B. I'm so. Oh, in, I'm to? so in awe. I'm so in awe of her. I'm oh, so yeah. in awe of yes, her. that. Listen, damage rattled me. She's, um, yeah, she's good. I'm listening to Ravina. I'm listening to. I'm listening to too many, man. I'm right now. I'm just enjoying women. Uh, Mahalia, always dope. Are these uh, all US acts? Mahalia's good. Uh, a mix of US and UK. Okay, because I was gonna say, you know how like US acts, the artists are like using like there's more prominent like using sex to sell and this type of like quote unquote stripper act. But then there's, the US R and B acts are bodying it. But is there UK females? Mahalia. Yeah, She's the one that blew yeah. with. Um, I wish I missed my ex and the yeah, one with yeah, Burnaboy. Yeah. yeah, no, but we know her, but someone else is a bit more like light your candles and incense and head wraps, that type of R&B. Um, Hamza's nice. I like um, Hamza a lot. Okay. Um, yeah, no, there's, 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 there's a lot. There's All right. A lot. You have to school me. Good. All right. So you're, 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 on, the, you're on the R&B. Is that because of the missus is putting you onto that, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, it's just, bro, she, to be honest, she really, at the moment, she's on Little Mix. I'll keep it funky with you. She's on a little what? mix. I, I don't know why. I don't know what's going on, but I think she's she watched a little mix TV show, and now suddenly all I'm hearing is something like magic every two days. It's like it's, she's just going off. She's going off with little mix. So no, no, she certainly hasn't showed me anything. You know what? They have. They do have some tunes, but no, you wouldn't catch me listening to them. <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah, I've, I've just been over there vibing to R and B, um, and trying to settle my mind because God knows at work my mind be racing, so I just try to calm down, take a step back. Mm. You do that as you get older. What I've been doing, obviously, I've been listening to the drillest of drillers <laughs> on the way to on, on, on the way to work. I listen to the gig. I wouldn't say gigs is, a, is, is obviously a joy, but the new gigs mix. I'm going to call it a mixtape because it don't really feel like an album. The way it's all been sort of slapped together, uh, and I've been listening to this is my project. 
Dutch Avili, Dutch on the fifth from Clapton. Up the road from up the road from me anyway originally. But the Dutch Avili album is Steph London's brother. Yeah. And he is this album is like Greece. It is Greece. It's very like yeah, very, very, very real. <laughs> it is disgustingly hard. But even, even, even the record with Ray Black. Well, I think Ray Black. We got to give Ray Black a mention because she's definitely playing um, at the forefront. She smashed it on this album. But the 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 Dutch Avelli album is if you're into if you, if you like maybe the drill beats or melodies, but you want a proper rapper on it, then this is it for you because this guy is. For me now, he's a, he's the best rapper in drill. Like he's miles better than Heady One, miles better than who else is good in drill? I don't really know too much. I don't know. Uh, Unknown T is pretty special, man. No, nah, man, he's like Unknown T is Skippy, but he this guy is ticks all the boxes and um, is definitely very gym heavy. Like if you want to go to the gym, well, you can't obviously at the minute, but you want to you want to go for a run, do some push-ups. Yeah, we, we don't endorse doing any crime or drilling in real life, but if you want to do it. <laughs> If you want to do any real life drilling on the op block or whatever it's called nowadays, the hey, kids are saying Black Ops, Call of Duty, Black Ops is out right now. So you know, go get Black Ops Cold War. Listen to Dutchavelli as the soundtrack <laughs> to your uh, yeah, your, shoot your shootout. Shoot up the computer game. So I've been I've been pumping that. I really rate that. I give that like a strong like four point five. Um, I've been listening. I've been listening. Dutchavelli, Dutch from the spiff. Um, yeah. That's yeah. real reason. Like it's it's good to see as well. And I was thinking about this earlier. It's good to see someone representing East London now because I think for a while there's been no one other than Potter Paper who's been repping like not not repping the flag because we get lots of people repping the flag for East, but who's a prominent rapper who's up there up there. Like yeah. you've got Dave, who's best rapper. South, in, I think best rapper. Yeah, I feel like at the minute, like and he's the on the gigs album or the gig project. Forget about it. Forget about it. This, this, <laughs> this Dave verse on the, the Giggs and David record, yeah, that is out here. You've got Giggs from South. You've got K-Trap, who's from South, who I've been listening to, which I'm, is all right. He's got a new album. Yeah, I've been listening to that now, the Street Side Effect, mm. to the point where I didn't really know too much about K-Trap. I know he, he was like a drill artist. He's all about shutting or whatever. But then I went back to his his older like mixtapes of the last whip or whatever and it's just it was all very like drill and drug orientated so i mean not that we condone it but it is a bit easier to listen to than some of the other eyes but it's good to hear someone from east like up there up there up there up there and i'll probably get murdered for saying this like, <laughs> not murdered in a bad way but like murdered for killed by people saying oh there's loads of good rappers in east there is but i think because south and northwest have been dominating for the past few years and heady one in north, but it's good to have someone local. And Clapton was only up the road, so pick up them guys. And one guy called Millions, I've been listening to, is from Birmingham, who for me is sick. Like you got to take him in, uh, pause. You got to like take in his style and what he says. But yeah, <laughs> Millions from Birmingham is definitely someone I would recommend if people want to hear something different on the drill scene. So yeah. Uh, oh yeah, a quick shout out to all Bur- all Burnham artists, all yes. artists outside of London, Midlands, yeah. up north, uh-huh. because London got complacent and you lot kept working. That's on the map. For me, one of my favourite artists, hands down, that's on the map, who sings and spits, but he's got a record as well that's recent. So big I, saw, up that. Uh, I saw DJ Snips tweeting the other day, you know Snips is legendary with his tweets, um, and he said something like, uh, people may forget that some of the best UK hip hop doesn't necessarily come from London. 
So I think we always need to remember that, mm. you know, just because we're in the capital, it doesn't mean that we're the best. And there are people in Birmingham, Manchester, Ipswich, all over the place, like just putting out absolutely banging music. We've got to look out for these artists, man. Yeah, but okay. definitely shout out to, to Dutch Avelli, though. Um, I've been feeling him for a little while now. I, I like that tune he's got with Tion Wayne. Now. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. And um, yeah, and, and he delivers on this new project, man. I just think, oh, can we give him the title as being the hardest rapper out? I think in a minute, yeah. I think I think he's got that definitely. I think he's got that with um, he's that certified. And this project is is I'm trying to think of someone sort of who's new and is up there. Like the gigs project is. I mean, you know what you're getting with gigs. Pa Salu. Pa Salu, yeah, he's got a new album as well. He's yeah. hard. Yeah, I, I like him a lot. <sighs> he's kind of. I think he's kind of uh, looking similar to. Um, Jay Hoss. Don't say it. Oh, don't say it. No? It's nah, true though, yeah. man. Jay, nah, Jay get, Hoss comes with style and everyone, everyone run with it, but I mean, Jay Hoss has got to be one of the originators with it, no? Yeah. I think I think that's one of these things where, you know, when someone comes out, you know like when Kendrick Lamar came out? Um, Kim, I'm, I'm sure you're a fan of Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, I am. And then after Kendrick dropped it, it was like, wow, this is the standard now. And then loads of people started doing that Kendrick style of rap, like changing yeah. their, their vocal tones and the cadence and switching up their flows, doing double time. Mm. And you know what I mean? And and then being more conscious in their music. Like it just like the influence just changes the the landscape of of rap music. And I think, I you know, when, when Jay Huss came out, I mean, he won, didn't he win a, uh, a Mercury Award? And some other stuff like like he he's very respected man. So when he comes out and and he won um I think he won best artist at the uh, the Grand Daily Rated Awards. Um, I know he cleaned up his two albums. Best album, best <laughs> album. So yeah, so come on, like he he's gonna be influential. Other people are gonna want to sound like him. I think that's just normal, man. Mm, mm, mm. But uh, I I need to listen to him. He's from um East Summer, isn't he? Um, the guy you just mentioned. P.A. P.A. Salu, is it? Is that what you say? Oh, I think you say Pa Salu. Is he... Um... You know I'm thinking this is my headset fucking up right now. Yeah. <laughs> but there's so much good UK music as well. Grime, rap, drill. Well, drill is rap, obviously, but it's got a little swing. It's like the it's like the offspring of grime and rap. Yeah, man. Go and check it out, folks. Lots of music. What else is there? The Davido. Is Afrobeat, you say? Yeah. Never got into yeah, it. Yeah. No, I got no interest in Afrobeats, bro. <laughs> yeah. I got no interest in Afrobeats whatsoever. Wow. I got no. I've got zero interest in Afrobeats. Just don't oh. do it for me. Really? Yeah, maybe because I can't connect, man. I think it's because it's that Caribbean arrogance. I think because that that, um, <laughs> oh that, that Jamaican. It's, it's that. It's, 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 the, it's the Jamaican half for me. But do you don't like? So, do you like Soca and Calypso? I like Soca in Barbados. If I'm in Barbados and Soca comes on, I'm vibing. But over it. here, I can't enjoy it. I, I like Bashment up to a point. Bashment like pre, pre two thousand and ten. Yeah, with Sizzler, Capel, and Beanie. All them not like they kind of peak. Yeah. Then it all switched to Gaza, Gully, and Movado and Vibes and certain yeah. genres. You need to be in like all the Atlanta stuff, like all the Migo stuff back in the day. You need to be future and you need to be in a hot country you need to be in Atlanta I feel to fully appreciate it like if you're if you're in a grey London <laughs> bloody inner city area and you're pumping that it's not don't get the same effect I feel and that's probably mm-hmm. the same with Afrobeat I'm not really a fan man I gotta say on a musical level 
that project is probably going to be the best of the bunch that 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 we're talking about because like Afrobeat is just great music, man. I, yeah, I love Afrobeat. It's just good feel, fun, and makes you want to move, and I love it. Yeah, there. but boom, bye, bye. <laughs> and we're not allowed to say the next line, are we? We're not allowed to say the next line anymore. Listen, I'm censoring myself. Oh, yeah, Don't you start. the next line. The irony of bringing up that song uh, on a podcast with someone who's an advocate for LGBT. Yeah, you know, I forgot right. what the next line was. Like, yeah, you don't, yeah, you need to. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's not good. We don't condone it. Um, I like South African house music. Yeah. And I like, like Afro house, if you can call it that, but Afro beat and all of that. Maybe because, I don't know, like Burner Boy, I feel he puts on like a like a Jamaican accent when he's spitting sometimes, so I don't really see yeah, the point. They call it, they call it Afro Bashment. Mm, that's like Afro, Afro Bashment. Afro Bashment I can get behind. Shatawale was on a Beyonce's album, on the, uh, the Lion King album. Yeah, yeah. Think. Absolutely. She's doing it on Ghanaian uh, Bashment artist. Mm. But there's a lot, of, ain't there like a lot, isn't Rasta, there's a lot of Rastas in Ghana as well, in like West Africa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's mixing up with everybody's cultures now, man. My mum, my mum used to go to a, well, she, as much as she could, she'd go to the reggae festi- festival in Gambia. Mm. Absolutely yeah. massive. You got Gambia. I just love it. I just love it that we're in this time where you can have somebody from Ghana who becomes a dancehall artist and then and then collaborates with Beyonce. Yeah, we've come a long way since. It's so international. Yeah, and Davido is 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 again like like Burner Boy and Wizkid. These guys are international artists. They collab with with projects. Do you um, think then? Do you think so? Like it, it, that's that's acceptable and it's embraced. Do you think if there's like a white UK artist who does Bashman, it will be embraced. Like you got that. Who's that M dot? Do you remember him? Like M dot. Yeah. Do you, but I, don't remember that, no. I like him, man. Yeah, yeah. I like him. He's got a lot of personality, and he makes so much tunes. But do you think there'll be a time where it will be totally embraced? Where no, because I always feel Bashman. I think so. Because it's the only genre. So it's Bashman is yeah. like maybe the only genre that can't be replicated because it's so authentic from where you are from. Like mm. every other music around the world, maybe bar. Maybe like some the, deep. Yeah, no. The, the, there's, there's, always gonna there's, always, there's always going to be naysayers. There's always going to be naysayers. There was naysayers to Sean Paul, naysayers to Collie Buds. Just, just. Oh, there's <laughs> always going to be naysayers. Just let the music be good. Wait, and I'm you not, know what? I'm, I'm not really you know what? That. I think Tug of War got a lot of love when he was doing his bashy bashy vibes as well. I said Tug of War. <laughs> no, people were feeling it. People were feeling it. He was doing his thing. Wrap up on Davido, like on his album, he's got Nicki Minaj on there, he's got Chris Brown on there, Lil Baby, Nas. Um, oh, I'm going to have to download this one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I haven't listened to it yet, but I know it's going to be dope. I just know it is because it's Davido. And um, and it's it's like these guys are making international yeah, music. It's not even just local or nothing like yeah, that. Yeah, it's great. It's great because yeah. hopefully it'll mean that people in America look more into Africa as a holiday destination, not just flies in your face, because there's been a constant um, miscommunication about what Africa actually is. Mm-hmm. It, 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 and it, it needs to stop, really. And we saw that a couple of years ago, all the celebrities, one summer, just took themselves to Gambia or to Ghana. They were all in, in, in Africa, living it up. And I was like, this is excellent. This is exactly what we need to see. Because mm-hmm. America... Because Americans, uh, Black Americans, they often time ignore the African part of that. And to the African American, they just ignore the African part. 
But if it, if it encourages people to listen to Afro music and start looking into where they actually come from as a as a people, then by all means, more power to them. I think it will contribute to that. More discovery, this, more learning. This is the power of music, man. Love that shit. Absolutely. That's a great point. Uh, yeah, big up. It's a lot more easily accessible now. Like, if we all remember going to, like, Wolverhampton, going to, like, Village Records, or going to yeah. Uptown. Is yeah. that Uptown by McDonald's? Or going yeah. to, like, um, in Mare Street, or, or, or Soho. Yeah, mm-hmm. or going to the different, like, going Diablo Street record shopping and CD shopping. Record, and... record Village. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Village, yeah. Mm. yeah, that was the big yellow one in Wolverhampton Market, wasn't it? It was, like, two whole shops. But it was such yeah. a big thing to go and dig and look for music, and you had to be up on it. Where now it's all right. You're you you've got a lot more exposure to all genres, but it maybe doesn't feel as special because it's so much and mm. it's a lot easier to find. I don't know. Maybe I'm just getting old and grumpy, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to ask you. Back in our day, we had to work for our music. Trust me, if you if if you come into school and you had like a CD or a tape from like Heartless Crew or Venom Crew or Page You Go. That's all taped from the radio. <laughs> yeah, but you had to be Trust there at the time. If you missed it on the radio, you didn't have that set. Or if you I didn't have, have like Skibo or Shabba from like Hall of Fame, then you didn't have that. Or if you didn't have like the latest DJ Clue, uh, Cannabis Freestyle, or the latest Clue tape, then you weren't in the cool, you know, you weren't in the know. So it, you had to put the work in. Where now, it's, it's too easy, man. It's too easy. So do that, man. I I wanted to ask you, Ben, uh, seeing as you're not such a huge fan of Afrobeat, what do you think about reggaeton? Gasolina! (laughs) Do you know what? I don't get it and I don't really have time for it. Not in a Mm. bad way, but I've got so much else to take in. My cousins are... So my cousin, she's married a Colombian, so I've got cousins who are half half Colombian. And he... he, So my cousin is like proper Colombian and they love it an extent and I've seen it go mad at um, Latin festivals and there. but for me it's like nice no, it's, it's cool but it's over there <laughs> and if you know uh, uh, not really not really for me no man <laughs> maybe that sounds mad ignorant in myself but Mate, too much cold and rain is what you're used to man you need some it's sunshine not, mate, in your life man I'm British, British mate we the fucking nah joking hey Kim is there like an, an, an indigenous uh, Filipino kind of music that like, I'm not aware of. of, of yeah, kind of the, there is. It's not like mainstream popular. It's not something that they've made into like a more modern sound like reggaeton. Um, but we do have our traditional music. Yeah, it's what, what, what instruments? I'm trying to think what instruments they use. I don't even know. Hey, but, link me uh, to something if you've got, if you've I, got something. Uh... I, I, I know a good example of it. Um, Black Eyed Peas, um, I think it's, they've got one song, one of their old albums, just at the beginning, and it, that's um, that's a, a big example of our Filipino music. I think it's Beb, at the beginning of Bebot, because um, one of them's half Filipino and he starts singing in, in Tagalog. There's mm. got to be a lot of Filipino rap, though, because they're big on their American culture. Yeah, like, yeah, and really, yeah. And basketball. Yeah. They love basketball. For for a nation that is like that are tiny, tiny. Oh yeah, I'm glad you said that. But I've I've balled with a few Filipinos, like at Wolverhampton Girls School. There used to be a running gun, like you could play there. And the Phillies would come out and ball, and they bring they their big speaker. The they bring their big speaker and blast their music and play yeah. ball. And there's leagues all over London, and they can they can they can hoop, man. 
Yeah, over there. I don't listen to any, but I know there there is. Um, and there, there's you know there was a lot of famous Filipino people. Well, only half. You know, like her. She's Filip- half Filipino. She is. Um, Cassie, but hey, <laughs> <laughs> just leave that one there. But um, yeah, no, there's quite a lot of uh, like Enrique Iglesias. No one ever knows that he's half Filipino. He's half. Um, well, Paul uh, Scherzinger, she's half. Uh, yeah, we got Mutia from Sugar Bay. Shout out to Mutia. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, there's a lot of half Filipinos out there, but no one ever. Sugar babes. Here's a question then for all of you. Yeah, just this, I'm going to throw a curveball before we move on. So, Ryan spoke about a little mix and you just said, yeah, sugar babes. What are, or who are, apart from Spice Girls, top three selected girl band, girl groups? Sugar babes. Give them a big shout out. Which yeah. sugar babes know? What, the original? original. Or when they're Heidi? Yeah, Siobhan. Siobhan, yeah. Siobhan, Mutia, and Keisha. They're. They banged their and they were so talented because they wrote their own shit as well. They all wrote their own verses and they all blended amazingly with their voices. So yeah, that's, definitely that's them. All Saints as well. I used to love All Saints. Oh yeah, yeah. That's... All Saints were good and yeah, got got because <laughs> Little Mix. They they are um, they're amazing singers. Every one of them, they they sing really well and they seem like really nice girls as well. So. I'll take that. I'll take that. That's That's a nice three. What about you guys? What do you? Um, <laughs> Eternal. Oh, Eternal. 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 Mystique. Oh, yeah. Um, Eternal. You're just going for the pingers. That's why you're just going for the. <laughs> <laughs> probably um, uh, Spice Girls. Now you can't say Spice Girls. They're on. Puff they're on like. Now nah, they're they they they're like. Goat level, they're not even they're, goat your, level. they're, they're goat like the beat. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, you know, what? I was a huge Sugar Babes fan, Keisha was my favorite. Um, and uh, I'm gonna go with SWV for me in terms of goat level. No, you nah, they're not a, they're not a girl good. band, they're like a proper divas, man. They're women, we're talking we're talking about UK, about... right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Cleopatra, we got Ooh. <laughs> Cleopatra <laughs> with their two the TV program, their dead TV program that tried to be like American. I enjoyed it, man. Don't upset me, bro. I enjoyed it. I used to watch it. Some fake Moesha or something it tried I mean, to be. Sure. They done their thing, man. I like Cleopatra. I thought they were cute. Oh, you know what? The Saturdays are getting get done dirty a lot. I like the Saturdays a lot. That was before Little Mix, innit? They sort of... Yeah. yeah. They, they crawled so Little Mix could fly. Yeah. They were putting in this work. Yeah, see, it's interesting, man. Yeah, I just threw that out there, you know, just a random, just a little something, something. Well, from little... We've got from Sheik Lutz to Dutchavelli to Sugar Babes. <laughs> Sugar Babes. Yeah, this is versatility. We Folks. get through a lot. That's what we do, that's what we do, we do. Does this. Um, what was I going to say? There's a couple of projects, yeah, that I haven't listened to that are very, very worthy of a mention. Like another one from our old school days, the Goody Mob. Um, they've dropped a new album. Um, so, you know, Goody Mob, with uh, they've got mad features on it, like Andre 3000 and Big oh. Boy and Chuck D. Um, oh. And, uh, it's you know, it's going to be absolutely crazy. Survival Kit, that will definitely be worth a listen. Um, one thing that I was kind of through all of this, and then I just hit a couple 
that I don't even realize were out because I've been slacking on my uh, my listening sessions. And so I ended up listening to Papoose, his new album. And Ooh, Dangerous music. music, okay. Yeah, it's flipping. I mean, you know, yeah, you know how he does, right? Just just go and get that, man. It's amazing. And it's like, it's all live instrumentation. So, oh, really? Okay. Yeah, Coming from being a guy who would just rhyme over samples, yeah, and, yeah, and, and, and programmed kind of like hip hop beats, to hearing him now with with the the live instrumentation, it's a whole different vibe for me, and and it works, man. It's flipping dope. So and the new Papoose album, yeah, and Dangerous Species, go like check that. that out. One that yeah. threw me a curveball as well was, I don't know why, because I was looking forward to it coming out, but then I just kind of forgot that it was out. And last night I ended up downloading the Joyner Lucas album, Evolution. And oh, I, yeah. I gotta say, like, man, this guy is one of the most amazing artists to emerge in the last decade. Seriously, join Lucas. Yeah, I think he's up there. He's he's got as much like technical skill as Eminem, and he's got as much swag as like Lil Wayne, and and he, it's like he can do everything, man. He's just yeah, he's mad. He's got a track with the game, which is dope. <laughs> um, and uh, Evolution title track is, is dope as well. He's got a Shanti on his album. Oh, oh. Levels. Everybody loves it. As soon as you say that, everyone's like, all right, let's get the album. He's got yeah. a Shanti on it. <laughs> <laughs> Ben's definitely getting it. <laughs> um, and uh, he's got Rick Ross on there. Yeah, that's a dope project, man. Go get that. Uh, Drono Lucas nice, Evolution. You said he's hot. No, no, I take that back. <laughs> I saw a picture. He looked nice, but then, no. <laughs> I'm hungry. I'm, <laughs> I'm single, hungry I'm and single. thirsty. <laughs> thirsty. Um, Join the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So yeah, go get all of that good stuff. Yeah, the NBA Two K Twenty One soundtrack uh, is gonna be banging. There's there's so many tracks on it. There's a lot of UK music on there as well. Uh, I think Dave's got. Yeah, to check, you know, you got to look after Dave. Uh, th- yeah, that Dave. Uh, I'm going to say it again. That Dave verse on the Bloody Gigs album is, and the Georgia Smith verse, and the Georgia Smith verse on the oh, Gigs album. Really? Oh, yeah. mate, she's like, and and yeah, she's like, yeah. Don't I get me started. We forgot to mention Georgia Lucas. She's like the most fucking talented girl in the UK right now. How, how do we miss her? Yeah, she's Love up there. Her. She's up there, up there with the moon and stars. Georgia. Um, yeah, man. George Piff. Right. Music, we discussed. We did the verses. Do you want to go into the verses or do you want to move on to the news? Um, <laughs> no. Yeah, I think I think the, the, the verses ain't even out yet, is it? So, oh, okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. I ain't excited about it. Actually, Outcast versus Tribe Called Quest. Is it Tribe Called Quest? Yeah. Minus, obviously, five RFP. That's, that's been announced. So nice. uh, I'm not sure when the date is yet, but that looks to be come on. That's for our, for our generation. That's going to be incredible. That is going to bang. That is yeah, gonna, yeah, man. And then you got Ti and Jeezy, which only Ashley is really worried about. about. Yeah, only Ash is worried about that in <laughs> in the trap. Uh, right, where do people want to start? Happy Diwali, people out there celebrating. Happy Diwali. Hey. Shout out to Diwali and them, man. Yeah, everyone celebrating. When when is Diwali in around? I didn't. It's, it's actually today, Saturday. Then, yeah. uh, oh, oh, that's kind of sad because usually you know it's Diwali because you hear like fireworks and mm. it's quite early still. But 
Yeah. For those that don't know, Diwali is the Indian Festival of Lights, which mm-hmm. usually lasts five days, and it's celebrated during the Hindu lunisolar month, Kartika. And it's one of the most popular festivals of Hinduism. And Diwali symbolizes the spiritual victory of light over darkness, good over evil, and knowledge over ignorance. So I'm definitely fucking with Diwali. Yeah, man. Happy Diwali, people. That's it. We need that. Anything else? I was the 13th yesterday, 2020. Oh, it was. It was. It was. It was. Are you not superstitious? So here, here what? Andrew can be him in the background, but. There was a, are you not superstitious? Because there was a ladder. You just spoke about Friday the 13th, yeah, Kim. But the other yeah. day, we was walking uh, in our area and there was a ladder propped up. And then everyone was walking around the outside of the ladder. And yeah. only one person walked underneath the ladder. And then even when they walked under there, a few people was looking at him like, oh, we shouldn't have done this. <laughs> Especially in this year. <laughs> would, you, would any of you walk underneath a ladder, even though yeah. you know? Um, yeah, I would. Uh, yeah, I do that stuff. Yeah, I have a just, black cat. I'm I'm not superstitious. <laughs> yeah, that's another one. Black cats, broken mirrors, yeah. talking under bridges or tunnels, uh, stepping on the cracks in the pavement, walking uh, underneath street signs. Well, that's another thing that we won't mention. <laughs> we won't say that, but yeah, and um, that's this force of habit. But yeah, all these things are superstitious. But I think it's I don't know. Yeah, no, I don't believe in all that stuff, bro. And I do it on purpose. I tempt fate. I know you would. You you look up to the sky and like, God, what have you got for me, God? What have you got for me? <laughs> Straight, bro. Straight. Ryan's looking in the mirror like bloody Mary, bloody Mary. Don't say no, it. no. Okay, that <laughs> I won't tempt fate. <laughs> but you know what? You know what's funny? My 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 friend um his ex is from the Philippines. When he was in the Philippines, he um Said so all, all he kept hearing from everyone is Filipino ghost stories. So oh, like, God, yeah, uh, Momo, <laughs> Momo, is, is, is that right? Momo or something like that? Oh, I don't and know. I know the Capri. He said that he's um he was walking through a field, going towards a house, and top window there was a woman's face, and then he went, but he, he, he spoke to his partner. I looked back at the window, and she was gone. Stuff mm-hmm. like that. Oh, talking of ghost stories, I started to watch my house, Ryan. His house. His house, sorry. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whose house? Ron's house. <laughs> what do you think? Late. It got too late, and then I was like, uh, and it was pitch black. I started to get a bit like, mm, it's a bit mad, so I just turned I off. I'm going to watch it. Is that a film on, or series? On Netflix. Yeah, it's, oh, a right. film on, it's a film on Netflix. 100% worth watching. I'll watch that. I like my uh, The best British films in a while. You can watch it with your lockdown bay and uh, <laughs> uh, horror films. Horror films are always a good one because um, you, you can cuddle up and or if they get too prang, then they don't want to go home. Uh, yeah, we could. I mean, we could I mean, tactics. Are <laughs> 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 you doing yeah. that when you're in there? Is that your your go-to wow. in horror films? We never, yeah. No, 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 we didn't. We didn't even get past the film. Man. It's just like this credits. And, no, joke. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. No, 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 no <laughs> horror. Sure. Netflix and chill before it was Netflix and chill. Uh, <laughs> talking of all of that, but let's start from the beginning. Did, did you see this? Uh, so you had Diwali, we had Call of Duty, Black Ops. We got this. Now, this is a serious thing, obviously. And obviously, Kim, you've got a young daughter, mm-hmm. and yep. Ryan, you've got a young son. And I work with, I work with children. But this attempted kidnapping in South. Oh, God. Um, with this Terrifying. One, yeah. Absolutely. It was I, I, 
I actually had um, a chat with my daughter yesterday on the way to school because um, she's 10 now. So I'm mm. starting to let her ha- do some journeys on her own. Like Not not full journeys. Like I walk her to the road that's near her school. So she walks just a tiny, tiny little fraction of the way on her own because she's getting older. But mm. I'm, I'm, I'm telling her, look, when you walk on your own, do not smile. <laughs> like, do you? Do not smile. Look mean. Like walk, walk. I was going to tell her, yeah. Show me your mean face. And she's like, mom, mom. No, like, no, because I'm. You know, I need to tell you, there's not. There's a. There's a lot of bad people. Like you got to be. You got to be aware. So um, I'm. I'm probably like probably too dramatic, but um, <laughs> it's a conversation we need to have with our children. We need to make them aware that they need to be more aware when they're walking on their own, and it's just so terrifying to share. Yeah. It was it was scary, man. But but big up to the woman who was filming it and oh, and chasing the man down and questioning him to the point where she got him on camera and she flustered him enough for him to leave. Uh, yeah. So I think a lot of people now would maybe just not say anything because they don't. I mean, I don't you know sense of community, but you've really got to look out for our young people and our young girls and women in particular, and the boys obviously. The whole grooming with like. Uh, gang yeah, and county yeah. lines and whatnot that's a big thing but um it was really worrying it was really worrying so yeah this was the um this is this is, and what you said about there about sense of community that's certainly been lost oh absolutely C- certainly been lost so th- this this was well, unfortunately it is it's a wake-up call for a lot of people and there's a lot of people i know who have seen situations occur and they've just looked the other way but oh, it's not my business and just no. keep it moving and I know a lot of people to this day have said, yeah, if I was in that situation, I wouldn't have got involved. What, so you could try and turn around and fight? Yeah. It's that, that's unfortunately what happens. I, do you and, know, I um, got, I, I yeah. got assaulted on Monday. Not, not too bad. I was, um, oh, I was crossing the road and this guy came up to me and I, I had my phone in my hand. I thought he was trying to get my phone, but he went to touch my boobs. I know, uh, I know how to box, thankfully. So I gave him like a, a hammer, I like gave him a hammer, a backwards hammer fist punch. I bashed like, punched him in his face but as I did that there were so many people around me and not one person stopped to see if I was okay yeah of course not wow that's yeah. wild like that's he came up to me wild. and went to grab my boob and oh my god it, oh, it was it, I was I, I was scared because I hit him but then after as soon as I hit him I thought shit he's gonna come up he's gonna come after me but he, mm. he ran off where was and, this um, yeah, in King's Cross when I was going to the hotel actually <laughs> <laughs> yeah Damn. yeah and people just stood around and just yeah, like... Yeah. Not... It was at the traffic lights, so I was stopped, and he was crossing the road towards me. So there were people waiting mm. to each side of me, and not one person like stopped and see see if I was all right. Yeah, this is the yeah. thing. This, this is something that... I know that everyone, obviously, this is horrible. Me, me, Cal, and uh, um, uh, Ben showing their, you know, their, their surprise. But this is, unfortunately, a common occurrence for a lot of young women. Yeah, men need saying men need to do better is one thing, but for heaven's sakes, this idea of just protect protecting daughters, everyone needs to educate their sons. This is a yeah. really scary time. I don't think there's enough um, there's enough education when it comes to sexualization. Yeah, no, just, no, sexual sex, um, sexualization. Your sexualizing your children. Yeah. Or, bring, or bringing attention to, the, to sexual things when they're at your age, it's a bit too young for it. And whenever we see it online, whenever it's a a um, a girl who's you know maybe dressing a certain way, it's like, um, you're, why are you making it sexual? Or whatever it's about a gay guy, for example. 
oh, we want to get everything sexual. But then whenever it's um, a man with his son, it's like he's teaching his son how to mack and how to do certain, and how to move to women, how to talk to women in a certain way. And it's just whack. It, but bottom line is, I've gone all over the place, but bottom line is, it's absolutely whack. And men need to do better educating their sons because yeah. it's, it, this is an everyday occurrence for some people. And earlier on, we were talking about Tinder and dating apps. Some of the things I've seen from friends, some of the messages that they receive, it's foul. Yeah, that's yeah, that's, yeah foul. that's what I'm talking about. I mean, it's like the sending, sending dick pics when it's totally not being invited. That is a, a form of... A, of It's illegal, isn't it? Is it's it? It's, 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 yeah. it's, oh, I didn't know it was illegal. Is it illegal? I don't know if it's illegal. Well, I mean, you could go to... Could you not go to the police and say, look, they've... Oh, maybe not. No, it's not illegal. Sorry. No, no. <laughs> But yeah, it's just, it's just <laughs> <laughs> it's I've never sent. I've never sent a dick bit. I've never sent a dick bit. I think I'd just look weird if I did that. I've never been a fan of nudes, to be fair. Mm. I don't. I don't understand the point of them. I'm not supposed to do this. You know what? I, just... well, I, I like receiving a nude because it's like it, it's kind of like somebody making themselves vulnerable and 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 obviously they they really like you like if she sends you a nude she really likes you man and she trusts you that you're not gonna do not gonna no, go I, don't know. I don't think it's that deep. i don't know yeah not <laughs> no. anymore yeah. You're just like a love letter. Nude. Has she sent a new to before. You're gonna just go send it to anybody. Like, what, what, no, it's, it's not handwritten. It's not handwritten love letter, bro. It's, it's the, on Snapchat. It's wild. <laughs> it's wild. <laughs> I'm a sentimental. He's gonna look at this side of it. That's sweet. I, I, I like the tease of it. So I've I've always said, look, I don't want to see your full penis. I'd rather see like a print. Or maybe mm. get the picture. Or like a leopard, just a leopard print, shape of his penis. Yeah. <laughs> oh, leopard print pants. Hey, if you're, no, Kim, if you're dating, if you're dating anyone in leopard prints, yeah, it's void. <laughs> <laughs> no, Kala, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Kala said yeah. so the the print. Like if they're in, like you know the, the the famous one is the grey jogging bottoms. For some yeah. reason, you can really see a print and grey jogging oh, bottoms. So, like a picture like that, I think that's hot. Uh, but yeah, with, with clothes, way. yeah, with clothes. Yeah. So with clothes. my imagination like, can work. If I would send some, I never send news. I don't do that anymore. And um, if I send some, it would be very some something taste tasteful, but like in underwear. But even in underwear, I don't I don't really send pictures like that anymore. So, but it would never be full flange out. Walk with me, walk with me. Follow me, follow me down this path, man. Don't worry, it's not dark, it's not dark, it's fully lit. Here we go. So I was watching Gogglebox last night and it had Yes uh, Naked uh, Attraction. Naked Attraction and the Virgin who was on there and he had to sort of recollect his thoughts after the girls were all naked and one oh, girl really? one girl opened up her, her oh, vagina to, sh- to show her clip. No. And then I think he lost it. He lost it and went come back. But then when he come back, he was packing a mac in the back of the act. Yeah, he was <laughs> he was shaving and he was packing a mac in the back of the act. He was he was packing. So everyone was like, "Raw surprise!" So okay. I was saying to my wife today about I was telling her about it, and then we were saying this, and I think you, Kim, you maybe agree, and guys probably less so. But a penis is only a penis is only attractive as the person it's on, as the body it's on. No, I disagree. No, I don't know. <laughs> I've seen some weird looking penises. 
Okay, but it, all right, there you go. So, but yeah, no in one... general, yeah, you're right. Wait, was I supposed to answer that? <laughs> 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 it's too late, it's too late. It's oh, God. Brian, what do you think about that? <laughs> yeah, I agree to, yeah, and in general, yeah, but I've, I've seen some very weird looking penises in my lifetime. So, um, yeah. Shout out to penises. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're not the most like. The penis and vagina is not the most attractive. Part. They're not. They're really not. Do you know what? All right. If um if if anyone who's listening do, does like to send a dick pic, please can you make sure that your dick is moistened? Yeah, because I was sent a dick pic and the penis was dry. Like, oh shit! It was dry, <laughs> ashy, excellent dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got cheeks. Moisturize your things. Oh my god, it was so horrible. I was like, oh, my, you could at least moisten it. <laughs> like, oh, it was filter oh. on it or something, man. Oh, it's horrible looking. Yeah, the audacity to send that. Okay. Um, to be fair, I do think camel toes can be quite sexy. So I'd, I'd rather receive a, a, a kind of sexy kind of camel. There, there you go. Yes. Yeah, instead it's of. You know, just full, flange. full flange, as you I'm say. Not, I'm not going to kink shame you, Cal, but that's weird, bro. Camel toe? What's wrong with that? I don't know. I just, bro, just, just you know, like, yo, that's, your, that's, your, that's your taste. That's your no, taste. it's the same as, it's the same as, like, the print, the imprint, and what's behind the clothing to left serve to the imagination. Suggestive, yeah. exactly. Okay, and that's that. what makes it sexy, because it's suggestive. It lets you, it lets your mind wander. Yeah, man, you're like, too Like, titties in a bra will always look maybe slightly different or better than just in their full flow natural because there's, there's a mystique to it it's keeping up yeah, it's added yeah. to it it's like lingerie that's why lingerie is big business man yeah mm, get, your, get your Christmas ideas in early there fellas listening and, and female listeners uh, your secrets <laughs> and all of that you know yeah get your Christmas shopping I told you I'm doing secret Santa for work I wonder if anyone no one will do that at work but oh my god no that would not <laughs> send the right message out Budget. here's the thong <laughs> <laughs> I always thought it'd be, always thought it'd be hilarious to see someone get a, a dildo in a secret center. In it, that'd be funny. I thought about getting one, one but I just I wasn't brave enough to do it. I just thought, nah. Oh no, 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 it could be cringe. It might not like you know what I mean. Like the director of the company opens up oh, their flipping <laughs> secret center, it's a flipping big purple dildo. <laughs> <laughs> but then you'll find that it's from you and be like, uh, "Can we just have a meeting, please?" And they'd be like, "It's mad." <laughs> dildos are a funny one I, I dated a girl when she pulled out this dildo in like a velvet bag mm. yeah it was mad maybe this is for your podcast here we can have this conversation but this is like... <laughs> dildos no she had it in, this... in the velvet bag it was in this like sort of no, little... they do. yeah some of them do come in like like mm. nice packaging and velvet well probably yeah that'd be a nice duffel bag it was like a duffel bag and... but that big was it uh, it'd make my eyes. It'd make my eyes. Let's just say that. <laughs> it was. It well, did was, she like whip it out in mid, like in mid flare? Um, she goes, yeah, I bought it, and I was like, yeah, in mid thrust. No, not in mid thrust. Like she, 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 she meant she had it, mentioned it, and I was like, yeah, this is go. Like, no, there's no limits for me. Like, it's whatever's clever, man. Like, you know, I'm. <laughs> bit, I rate that. I rate that. I rate that. So, um. Well, wait, 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 wait. How would you feel if a girl like just whipped out a strap on? <laughs> wow. Uh, oh, we've we've had this conversation on the podcast before about oh, pegging. Yeah. And stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's. That's, I wouldn't. That's a no for me. Yeah, no, it's, it's a hard no for me. But um, unless she wants me to use it on her, then that that that's a different thing. It would be oh like, my God, you lot, are, you lot are such prudes, man. For you, come on, guys. For you, this man. <laughs> so that means yes for you. 
So Hardy F. I didn't see that. If she wanted to do that, and I'd be like, respectfully, no, but if she wanted to get another girl involved and do like the whole pinky with the strap on go to town, then we could we could make it well, I think I think I think it's very important for everyone to discuss their their uh, their desires before engaging. It certainly helps the process go a lot smoother. Definitely, yeah. Understand each other's boundaries. Yeah, I've got to ask now, Kim. Have you ever used a strap on a guy before? No, no, no one's asked. I'm, 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 I wouldn't say no. If someone did want. <laughs> I wouldn't mind trying that out. I've always whenever, use it. whenever I've watched it, I always feel like the women don't have the right swing in the hips. It's like it's, it's like, a, <laughs> it's like no, they're so, it's so alien, to them, such an alien appendage that they're they techers, can't bro. get the they ain't got the techers, bro. <laughs> it's like, that's what, that's what, yeah, that's just, yeah, that's just me. <laughs> but wouldn't as well, wouldn't you start looking at a man differently, Kim? If you like, if you put the deal, if you put the strap on and you absolutely peppered his clout here, yeah, and then you. Oh, do you know, Nailing man down, you know. And, yeah, with your foot on his neck. With your foot on his neck. Put my shoulder. And then the next yeah, day. No, oh, actually, yeah, no. I don't like. I don't like seeing men in that position as well. Because I've, I've seen a lot of gay porn, and it doesn't attract me. Yeah, that's not hot. I don't know. To know. I mean, I like to say I'm quite open-minded, but. Yeah, <laughs> they were on their back with their legs up. Mm. So I guess you're not describing yourself as like a dominate, dominating type of person. Are you more of a passive kind of person? What do you mean? In normally in life or in the bedroom? In terms of in the bedroom. In, because I'm more dominating in life. I'm very assertive and blah 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 i like to be yeah, i like to be dominated in the bedroom but then i have my times and i'm like i'll pin them down and go right <laughs> i'll grab them by the neck and i might slap them about um, yeah yeah it depends how how the session's going that sounds uh that's a hard yes for me <laughs> <laughs> i've had that with you oh we've got to get on your show man this is meant to be a, this is beer from Vanda, not grease it is grease but this is good though. i'm enjoying this we got we got to continue this on the thing but I, I thought i had some grease and i was eating my chinese yesterday mate this is oh. this is the real Oh, what else have we got in the news? That's oh, moving good. on, moving, moving on, on. <laughs> slapping, uh, slapping people, but this is not the slapping that we condone. Uh, Octavian. Oh, shit, yeah. You, you, this guy, man, like, oh, apparently. Man. Oh, what a shame. Yeah. What a shame. Yeah, such a, such, what was, a talented artist, was... but what, what an arsehole, man. Yeah. Yeah, do you know what it is for me? It's the, obviously, the beast, that's just fucking out of order, but it's the, his attitude. Yes. After his his whole everything that he's saying after it's just victim blaming. There's no self. Um, there's no taking responsibility of any of his actions. He's just caring about his his album coming out. That's what that's all he's caring about. The does, does someone have a good summary of of what exactly's happened? Like of all I know from uh, I saw one video where a guy kind of broke down pretty much what's been going on and it seems like Octavian had a relationship uh, with this girl who was also uh, in music Yeah, and they had a bit of a rocky relationship um, and it was one of those ones where maybe it was an abusive relationship yeah, yeah, yeah. and they would split up and then get back together and he would just continue abusing her and then there was this one video where she kind of like turned on her phone and started filming oh. while he was 
like physically abusing him and I just found that so disturbing it's so disturbing like I felt that and I I, I did actually tear up a bit here you can hear the the sheer terror in her voice it's it's so disturbing and then there was there was some pictures it was terrifying it was absolutely yeah yeah yeah. and then there was some pictures that she uploaded where you could see like the marks and the bruises that that were left and then there was there was another video where it's like he's sitting down on a couch and she's like yeah. on the floor oh. mash up and she's saying to him you just beat the shit out of me and he's, and he's like, like yeah, I'll yeah be you well, up. I'll you sh- shouldn't again. have been talking you're, shit you're dickhead. Yeah. yeah he was like oh yeah and it was just like, oh. and then i saw a reaction video from him where he was kind of reacting to what sh- uh to the video that she put out yeah. and he was basically saying it's all lies and i'm surprised that you guys are taking her side because you know, you haven't heard my side of the story. And I was just like, right, it looks bad. And then he was trying to say she was manipulating things and she was looking it up. Um, no. And, and, and it, yeah, he was... Boy, it, it, this whole situation looks absolutely nuts. It stinks, yeah. doesn't it? Mm. He's been dropped by his label, PR, everyone. everyone. So, but this will be interesting to see down the line because we spoke about this a while back about council culture and how council culture in itself is bollocks because who do you cancelled? And then it's, you know, they haven't cancelled Chris Brown yet. They haven't cancelled. There's a bag of other people who haven't been cancelled. But is, you know, what's going to happen because of this? You know, what is it just going to be ignored a few months later? What, you know, what comes of all this? Um, well, Chris thought, Brown remorseful for his actions? Sorry to cut you there, right? No, 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 that's exactly it. You, you took the words out of, my, out of my mouth. The difference between Chris Brown and Octavian is mm-hmm. Chris Brown didn't immediately take to the internet and start chatting shit. Mm-hmm. He's done it eight, eight, eight to 12 times with various occasions and women and fans. That's like... Mm. There's a history of him with it. I'm not sort of, I'm not anti-Chris Brown, but at the same time, you know, that's why I'm, this is my reference about the, the council culture thing is like, who you can't, who determines who's cancelled, you know what I mean? It can't be just the fans. for one person. The fans, the fans. If, 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 if you can't cancel someone subscribe to. That's fickle though, It is. A lot of people cancelling Octavian, but you never actually listen to his music in the first place. It's like, you're just on it because you mm. see it on social media and you're like, oh, fuck Octavian. Cool, but... You didn't actually listen to him, so you, you can't cancel something you're not subscribed to. Mm. So cancel culture, cancel culture is a bunch of nonsense, really. And we just have some to people are too happens. big to be cancelled. Like Octavian is uh, is actually like uh, you know these these are the, these are the kind of scenarios where we try and separate the man from the music and stuff. Like when people yeah. talk about R. Kelly, when people talk yeah. about Michael Jackson, there's always someone who says, "Oh fuck this guy, I'm never listening to music." And then there's always someone that's like, "You know what? I'm going to separate the man from the music because I love what they do." And blah blah blah. And I think Octavian could be one of these characters where. No. No. Some people will support his music. They will oh, yeah. support his music. Oh, of course, he's, he's good at what he does. Um, but then, at the same time, it, there's the moral kind of dilemma of should should you really separate the man from from the music? Because he, he might be good at what he does, but from the video, from what you see in the video, he looks like a sorry. From what you see in the video, he looks like a piece of shit, man. Well, yeah, and so those are people that fun. bang with him. His fans who are pieces of shit. His fans who are pieces of shits. His fans who also maintain that toxic mentality in a relationship mm-hmm. and just in general around women have certain views that women are. Look at, look at the way she's dressed. Yeah. Look at the way she carries herself. Look, yeah. she could probably tell that she's out, she's unhinged. The same men that probably have those those hang-ups probably the same men who are going to keep on listening to them. So fuck them, really. Mm, we don't condone that. We don't support men who are 
touching women or hitting women or anything mm. like that, man. This fucking wankers, mate. Yep. And not say not, not to say F Octavian forever because I do hope that there's some opportunity for growth that he actually yeah, takes. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, he, he's still angry. young at the end of the day. He's quite young, mm. and hopefully he can learn from this. But right now, yeah, he's not showing any remorse or any kind of response, taking responsibility of his actions. But I'm not saying this is any excuse. But he, um, reading about his background, he suffered from abuse as well himself. So, hopefully, he can learn from this, and he it, he does take in that it, being part of being on the other side of the abuse is yeah. Well, <laughs> talking of smacking, we got uh, this was this was quite old. It's come back now. Scotland becomes first UK first part of the United Kingdom to ban smacking. Scotland's ban on parents smacking their children has become law now, making it the first part of the UK to outlaw physical punishment of under 16s. Which is an interesting one because I'm sure we've all grew up and... Yeah, we all got smacked at one point. Wait a minute, if they're over 17 then you can smack them but if they're under 17 then you can't. Well then it'll be like um, if they're over 17 it'll be close to like assault for uh, not a minor but I don't know, because you're 18, you're seen as an adult, aren't you? Even though you're not an adult, but you're classed as an adult. Whatever. But, um, it's kind of like the kind of stuff my dad used to say to me when I was younger, really. You're not too old for me to discipline you. <laughs> 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 and a 17-year-old over and give him a spanking. Big 35-year-old, <laughs> isn't it? Big 35-year-old coming to the house gathering with the family and then getting spanked by the parents. It's, like, <laughs> it's mad. But, um, I mean, mm. you shouldn't hit children, uh, but maybe a little... A little, a little tap somewhere on a fleshy part like the bum or somewhere. Maybe just the, if there's something happens. I don't know. So I, I, I'm not saying you kind of think Scotland are wrong and... No, no, no. wrong. I mean, um, I think it's interesting. I don't think you should physically abuse children but it, and you shouldn't hit them with any objects. But if the kid was to have <laughs> a smack, you know, and a bum, there's nothing wrong with a smack and a bum or like the back of the leg or something. If they, if yeah. They, if they've totally been unruly or fucking around. I mean, we're all old school and we had parenting where we all got smacked, maybe some more so than others or different objects or whatever. But I, I do believe you can talk to kids, but if there's a point where they just need a little... Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. I mean, like with me, I, my last resort is to smack my child. I try not to smack her and do other things like punishment or, yeah. or talking to her. But yeah, if, if she's been completely unruly, yeah, then yeah, I have smacked her in a bum. Or, yeah, that's why the bum's the fleshy part. <laughs> that's what they're there for. <laughs> <laughs> but different, I think, different cultures and different parts of the world. You're getting hit with the belt, the stick, the slipper, yeah. the slipper. Oh fucking hell! <laughs> <laughs> Bring <back> some memories, <laughs> <for> Kim. <laughs> Filipino moms, then have it. Yeah, man. But it's, uh, it opens up a conversation. And I think there's a film or a book about, like, the smack, and it's all about a stranger who disciplines a child at a party. Yeah, it's it, a TV show. Yeah. yeah, but it was a book originally. But it, it, and I think someone else might have made a film about it, but it, it brings up this whole thing of community policing and looking after their own and families. You know, back in the day, we're talking maybe 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, the street would have looked out for the children in the area members would have disciplined the children if they were mm. wiling out where now you can't even be seen to be 
tw- telling another child off That's because the parents would take offense. So, because no, you know, I there's that saying, it takes a village to raise a yeah. child. No, and I, I believe, do all the like, time. Oh. With my with my best friends, my family, their children, I will discipline them and their children, and I expect the same. If my child is not behaving themselves, I and I'm not there, I would expect my best friend to discipline her totally. Yeah, I'd hope so. Anyway, always. Yeah, yeah. discipline. Yeah, but to See, smack them is a. Oh no, not to smack. Oh no, 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 not to no, smack no. Me. Yeah. Yeah. The whole the whole banning of smacking in Scotland is interesting. Um, I don't find it to be necessary or effective. Uh, growing up in a household where it was something that happened, um, I never actually learned anything from it. And then being that it lost its effectiveness once I got big enough to withhold that, or to hold a slap, then you were kind of out of luck with me. So um, it's, I, I, I always found that the best punishment was just taking things away. Yeah, that's what I did. Yeah. My, my, my worst punishment to date from all the beats, all the other shit, was when my mum took my PlayStation away for three Ooh. months. Oh. Three months. I was being rude. And I, uh, and I, yeah, to this day, um, yeah, uh, if, if my son done anything, I said, all right, cool, we'll take that away. Three I'm not going to get angry. Yeah, bro. Because my mum used to say to me, uh, when we got older and I, we spoke about it, um, it got to the point where I'm not hitting you because of what you're doing. I'm hitting you because I'm frustrated. So I can see what smacking's a part of people's culture. Smacking can be effective. I remember I was at college and my mum like, was smacking my arm going blind on me and then she went and got my, my, my favourite Nike windbreaker and she cut up the arms in front of me and cut it all up. <laughs> Well, that actually, that actually sounds traumatic. I was doing She's just starting that. She found I, I put a hole in the wall with a screwdriver by accident. I think I was angry because something happened, and I just and I she just went blind on me, and then she went, "All right, watch, I'll, I'll, I'll fuck something up of yours." She got I had this windbreak, windbreak, and she just chop, 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 chop a city on chop it, chop it down. I was like, oh. "What are you gonna do?" Yeah, see, that's it. I bet you remember that more than you remember some of those beats. I, know, I remember the beats as well, man. I remember the beats when they <laughs> hold you. She holds you with one hand, <laughs> and you couldn't really get away, and it'd just be like, "I told you not <laughs> to do that, and hurt your sister." Now you, and it's like bang, 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 and you're like, oh. and then she just pulls you back, bang, pulls you back, bam. What are you gonna do? Yeah, but. I think yeah. I think sometimes like we would have deserved it. We would have been little shits, and we deserved yeah. the discipline that we got. I, especially um, if you like hurting your siblings. I think we had a younger sister that I used to like get into it. So, oh. so you had to kind of learn, uh, obviously, because like kind of um, I think Ryan alluded to there being a psychological issue with young men and how parents raise them and how they can grow up into becoming men that have these warped views on women and how they treat women Mm -hmm. um and it kind of sounds like you know your mum was trying to instill in you a sense of you know you're not supposed to hurt women you're not supposed to hurt females you know you're supposed to be nice to (laughs) making me fear women i'm gonna yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna open a can of whoop ass on you so that you know that you shouldn't hurt your sister I think it's frustration, like Ryan's saying, like, a, like my mum, like, brought us up around, like my dad passed, so obviously you're working, 
mad hard, you're raising two kids or whatever, and it, like you're just gonna go blind. You're just gonna lose your shit and just start start banging heads. And my sister got whacked up as well, so every, anyone can get it, fam. Anyone can get it. And it, I think well that it's the frustration. His mum said it's the frustration. So it's, it it may not even be all to do with him, and it may be a lot to do with the person that's handing out the whoop ass as well. Mm. So maybe Scotland has got a point there because they're saying, they're asking you to question why are you disciplining your child in that way? Mm. Is, is it your, you with your anger and your frustration and, and you just taking it out on your child? Is it really necessary? So it's something to think about. Do you guys, um, do you guys know about Super Nanny? Yeah. Yes. Uh, what do you think about Super Nanny, Kim? Uh, I don't know. I, um, I, I liked it when it, first, when it first came out, but I don't know. I think it was all kind of set up. I don't know. She, oh. she, had, some, she had some good tactics, but with the naughty step, but I tried the naughty step. It doesn't always work. And, um, <laughs> Mm. Oh, is this actually you saying Super Nanny's techniques don't work? They don't work with every every. every then they're, they're not going to work with every child because every child is different. So mm. one one method might work with one, but then it's not going to work for another one. And I don't know. I don't know how real her that show was. So I, I don't know if I can comment because I didn't yeah. find it. There is. I'm trying to find it now for behaviour. It was a really good practitioner for like behavior in class and behavior in the education system and, and discipline and helping to to work with difficult kids and stuff i'm trying to i'll find it uh but yeah anyway it's um i was going to give some advice but i couldn't find it so I'll I'm, I'm just sad to hear that someone said super nanny's techers doesn't work like <laughs> <laughs> i'm well, a huge fan of her i think she's <laughs> dope man i think she's doing great work um, and, uh, I, and I, I haven't I seen it. I ain't seen it in a long time, so maybe, maybe I'm, I'm, I'm misremembering. No, I mean, she, I mean, I'm sure she's got different techniques as well. And obviously, I don't watch every single bloody episode. Like I, I watched her years ago, and, and I thought I like the idea of her. Mm, that was it. Just to talk about Super Nanny, but there's someone called Bill Rogers. I found the name. I think he's Australian. But uh, anyone listening or guys, this for sort of behaviour of in the house or classroom behaviour and education. A guy called Bill Rogers. He's is really interesting. So that was just linking on what Kim's saying about Super Nanny's techers. Maybe not up to par anymore, but Bill Rogers is good. And strategies that I still use to this day for discipline and behaviour in the classroom. Mm. So, um, yeah, discipline your, 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 your children, discipline your children, parents, and grow, make your children grow up so you, you know you could be proud of them. And you yeah. Don't, you don't yeah. copy your, your fuckeries out there. Um, <laughs> Is there something to be said about the nanny state with that one? Like the government always meddling in your affairs, getting involved and, and trying to tell you how to discipline your own children. You can't tell me how to discipline my own children. Well, yeah, yeah, as long as, yeah, I mean, as long as you're not beating up your, your child. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, I'm getting a big girl's <laughs> Let me go on mute, see if it's me. Oh, I think it might have been... Yeah, everything sounds great now. <laughs> Better than it's ever sounded. 4K, HD. I'm saying. Angels are talking to I'm me. back now, though. Okay, um, back in the left. But yeah, no, we live in a nanny state. Definitely. Sorry, Kim, you were about to say something. Do you know, I can't remember what I was saying. All right. <laughs> Let's move on. Let's move on. Last one. Uh, we, we started off with music and then Cal's got URL. I know it's Cal because I think he's the only one with the battle, battle rap. URL event Mook is that Murder Mook versus Tay Rock? Yeah, to be honest with you, I, I still haven't bloody watched it as well. Does anyone it, yeah. care about battle rap anymore? Like, is it still a thing? I know the caffeine app is trying to push it, but 
Are you mad? Bro, I saw... <laughs> I saw... I, I, I got so inspired by watching these URL events on their caffeine app that I ended up Googling some stuff and I ended up watching some Filipino battle rap. What? Really? I know. And yeah, and they were, they were rapping in their, their indigenous language and everything. And it was it was legit. Like these guys are all wearing like fitted hats and they got chains on and you know what I mean they're on the stage. The, the venue was rammed out. Like that battle rap is a global culture. Hip hop is a global culture. Yeah. Um, everybody raps in their indigenous tongue. You know what I mean? You got Spanish rappers and German rappers and all of this stuff. I saw Japanese rap before. Well, I mean the battling, like the whole battling, like because what's happened is battle rappers exploded during lockdown because it's one of these things that people can do over like wirelessly people can do it over the camera and then just upload their videos and people can tune in and watch and everybody's looking for more content to consume because everybody's indoors so the two biggest um battle rap leagues that, that i'm aware of um url uh, in the states and um king of the dot in canada they've both gone online so kotd has gone on twitch and they're streaming live on Twitch every week. And um, mm. URL have got have got partnered with this new platform called Caffeine, and they've got their app, and then they've got their website, and they're doing streams every week. And it, the platforms that they've built are absolutely incredible. Like they're looking really polished, and like it, it just looks absolutely amazing. And the quality that you get as well, because URL is an event that's been going for about twenty years strong. And you've got like pretty much a lot of the dopest battle rappers in the world, guys that have come from other leagues to go and join URL and everything now. Um, Daylight used to battle with um, uh, King of the Dot, but now Daylight's gone to URL. And Daylight's battle uh, against Tay Rock is one mm. of the best battles I've seen in my life. And that was streamed during lockdown. Um, through this caffeine app and it's absolutely incredible these guys are dressing up and putting on outfits they're exhibiting all kinds of showmanship and their writing the, the writing ability is just off the charts and so murder mook is a guy that obviously ben you'll know from back in the day from the smack dvd um that's when he was killing it when he was young back in the day out on the streets just battling someone pulling out a camera you know yeah. Um, and obviously he's an elder statesman now and Tay Rock is one of the younger guys um, that is kind of like, you know, this is his time to shine right now. Um, although he's been doing it for years as well. Yeah, he's like the middle, he's like the the, the, the generation just before, uh, just after um, Mook and Lux and everyone, I'd say. He's like yeah. that, yeah, he's not like the latest, 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 but he's no, no. like the, he's it's like the, the smack about 2015 or onwards. Um hey. There you go. There you go. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah I, I think there's, those are two of the biggest names in the culture. Uh, if you're into battle rap, definitely go check that out. Murder Mook versus Tay Rock. Tay Rock's battle against Daylight was flipping cold. Um, so hopefully Rock's going to be in, in the same kind of, kind, yeah. of, kind of form. And then Murder Mook being an absolute battle rap legend, you just need to go and see what he does. Uh, I, I think Mook would probably body Rock is what I think. But who knows what happened? Rock might, might have got the W, man. Still Cal, trying to find you, it on YouTube. Cal, can you can you um, battle rap? I used to battle back in the day. I was on the, the the I was on the Lord of the Mics. I was on the Lord of the back in the day. Well, you want some bars, Kim? Is what? that what you want? You, you want you want me to you want me to write a diss track for you or something? <laughs> to wrap this up soon, I think the missus is messaging me. She's going to start battling me in a minute. If I'm yeah. in it. <laughs> as well, man. 
Well, I took a date on a battle rap one. I went to a battle. Uh, talking about dates early and battle rap is a good way to sort of come full circle. So I was dating a girl and we went out and I was like, yeah, come with me quickly. I've got to go to Trafalgar Square and battle this guy on Jump Off. <laughs> and then I battled someone and I won like £50. And then I just what? went to the cover. Bought us a street. Am I leaving? No. We've got a guest on the show. What's going on? Like... <laughs> hey, hey, Ryan, you reacted like £50 was a lot of money or something. I think he's talking to the missus there. No, I was talking to um to you, Kyle. Your mic was bugging. Oh, sorry. I thought you was reacting like £50. Because, <laughs> no, no, no. in you are real, guys are dishing about 50 grand for the battles nowadays, bro. There's a lot of money in battle rap. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not a 50 grand type of rapper. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, big up the battlers and big up everyone going on dates and everyone on lockdown and big up everyone still wearing their masks, not bigging up the people who are not wearing their masks properly with their noses all out. Jesus, yeah. <laughs> We're not bigging up Octavian friends. Get in touch with us. Tell us why you're still fucking with him. Mm-hmm. Not bigging up trying to kidnap that girl in South. Not bigging up him. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, what else? Are we, oh, not bigging up people who are who are sending dead dick pics and they're catfishing. <laughs> no, no, not bigging up. Um, what else can we say? Not Trump. bigging up Trump because oh, you, Trump, you lost, bro. You lost, bro. I'm sorry, man. You lost this one, man. You might win some, but you just lost one, fam. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, there we go. There's someone who's still dining out on one album. Trust me, Billy is full. Anyway, we'll talk about Lauren Hill. I'll keep going on about Lauren Hill on this one album, but anyway. <laughs> um, big up all the R&B women and fellas. Big up all the female rappers killing yeah. it. Big up all the drillers, but we don't condone knife crimes. Don't do it in real life. No, no. I'm running out of things. Oh, big up Kim, I guess. Big up and... Okay. What's your podcast? Oh, um, just our opinion, guys. Just start opinion, guys. I'm definitely gonna listen, and hopefully, hopefully, we collab as a thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone there. Yeah, man. Big up okay. Cal. Big up Ryan. Big up Ash. who's not here, obviously, but he's guys. in our thoughts. Uh, then again, we're not bigging me up because I'm actually supposed to have bought new mics for the podcast, and we shouldn't have had all this interference if I did have the new mics in place right now. So I'm feeling like uh, feel like a bit of a mug right now. No big ups for me. No, uh, don't worry about it because the podcast is free you guys have been listening to this for free what do you expect like can you give us some slack yeah. please this is free, free entertainment if, the, free if you're not paying for a subscription we do have top quality minds but you lot ain't paying for this can I say this is free for about how many years we've been doing this now can you know what I'm saying two don't years deep gangsterdom three years four years yeah man we're like three years deep in gangsterdom years longer than most marriage well I better not say that because I'm, <laughs> I'm not... <laughs> deaf to us part uh, yeah, all right. On that note, don't forget to subscribe. It's at beer at bands, beer at banner at gmail.com. Don't forget the football podcast. Don't forget uh, just to be a good person and live your life. Oh, i got to put Kim on the spot one more time. I know you've got your own platform, Kim, but yep. do you have anything you would like to say to the world? Oh, wow. Um, no, just uh, be, your, be yourselves, be happy. And yeah, do what you uh, feels good for you. And yeah, <laughs> I like that. That's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And wash your feet. And wash your feet. Oh, 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 o
How can they get you if they want to follow you, Kim? Oh, yeah. Uh, my Instagram page is uh, Kim Bobo for show, which is spelled K-I-M-B-O-B-O-F-O-S-H-O. Get on that. Nice. Send the DMs. <laughs> <laughs> but no dick pics in your DMs, yeah. guys. Dick pics. <laughs> Moisturise, guys. Moisturise, please. Dick pics. So when you're messaging, I remember it's just your opinions, guys. It's not your dick pics. <laughs> yeah. Just our opinions. <laughs> all right, man. I've been Cal, and I'm going to wish you all good luck. Peace. Peace.